Circle in the Sewer with Jake and Joe, episode 17. Joe is back. It is no longer just Jake. Welcome back, Joe. Hey, guys. I know you can't see me, but I'm smiling ear to ear. So excited to be back on Circle in the Sewer. Number one podcast. Had a good trip out in New York City, but I am officially back. I'm excited. I'm jumping up and down right now. What a week of sports that uh, I missed there, but Jets beat the Bills while I was gone. Um, obviously, then we had that bills Vikes game. We can get into all this stuff later, but... Missed you guys. Jacob, you killed it while I was gone. Awesome job with the two podcasts. I'm buzzing, man. Sports is going right now. I'm excited to be back. Let's get into it. Joe took on New York City. Absolutely love it there. Got the pizza. Oh, what a week, man. What a week. Yeah, Joe sent me a picture in front of the the Joe's pizza. It was uh, pretty epic. It was very fitting of you to do that. Was like it that? was it worth it? What did you 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 gave me a ranking, right? What was it? Yeah, let me check my score. It was nine was, something, dude. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was high. I only got the cheese. So when I got there, too, they only do cash only, and I'm an idiot because I only had cards, so I had to get cash. Well, they um, have an so we got cash for it. No. Yeah, we had uh had to do that, and then um I believe I just got the cheese. Um, but actually, I went out to dinner before, and then we were right down the street from it. I was like, I'm just not gonna miss this. So I'm still gonna get it. Unbelievable. I think it was a. Uh, I think it was like a 9-1, 9-1 or 9-4 I sent you. Unbelievable. Folded it. The flop was great. Oh, my. Um, just like just... the aesthetic of the New York City, yeah, like in there. Was, they had like Bradley Cooper, all these famous celebrities that went there. Uh, it was awesome. And then we ate it outside. And and then just obviously with all the New York stuff, the people coming by, the homeless people. Yep. I'm just excited. It was a little buzzed off of red wine at the moment as well, too. So, <laughs> yeah, Only unbelievable experience. You do need to try it. Like that pizza blows anything out of Minneapolis. I mean, Minneapolis has great pizza. There's there's some good spots, but... but New York's just, known for its pizza. Yeah. I mean... Like, yeah. Minneapolis head, isn't like, exactly pizza. known for its pizza, so that's fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm choosing that spot if I had to go with one. Uh, it was just... It was so good. It was just cheese. Like, I never ordered cheese. Is that the best pizza you've ever had? Like, I mean... I mean, obviously, I feel like... I, I wish I would have tried it, like, two in the morning, like, drunk really time. I bet I could have probably had, like, five of them. Well, I was going to say eating pizza, I feel like, is all, like, in the experience. Like, it's rarely ever in just the pizza, right? So, like you said, like, the aesthetic of New York City, like, definitely probably played into that slice, right? that's that's a very good point. Like, if you put me in a closed room and the New York City wasn't going out there and I had, like, four slices, that could be a good test to it. But, like, it's called Joe's Pizza. It's called Joe's Pizza. My (laughs) name is Joe. I sent you the picture. It was sweet, dude. And I called my shot. Like, I was like... You did. I was walking in there. I'm like, I've I've seen this place on Google Images. I I scapped it out. I was like a map in the whole area. Um, How did you find it? Did you really just Google Joe's Pizza or did somebody tell you about it? So, prior to the trip, I was like, actually, fun story. So, prior to the trip, um, my celebrity crush, Kay Adams, you know, good morning, football girl, she left. She, she was in New York. City. Yeah, oh yeah. She was she was in New York City like a couple of days before I went, and she had like her Instagram story, and she was at Joe's Pizza, and I was like, oh, that's funny. That's what my name is. Clicked on it. It was like in West Village, and I was like, we were eating dinner in West Village. Like I knew that for where our dinner was gonna be. Right. So I was like, oh, looked up Joe's Pizza, and apparently it had like one of the best ratings. And then I went to Portnoy, went on his YouTube, and it was like Joe's Pizza in New York City. And I, he had a video, and he gave it like eight point nine. So I'm like, okay, I'm wow. definitely gonna try this. Yeah. So that's like, a big, that's probably sure. one of the higher scores he's ever given then, no? I know. That's what I feel what, like I've never seen him go over nine. And I thought it was going to be is, bad. I thought he was going to say bad and it was going to kind of kill my dreams a little bit, but he said A9 and that really doubled it. So I was wow. like, okay, I'm definitely going. Yeah, that's definitely going to make that's this a whole happen. experience you had there then. No oh, kidding. Dude, it was so cool. I was like, I love it here, but you're right with like the whole New York City. And then I jumped on a subway after and I literally went up a block just for the hell of it. 
because I've never been on a train. Yeah, dude, near have I. Right? It's crazy because I lived, I lived in Chicago, which they have a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, I've been on a train. Sorry, I haven't been on like a subway type of Okay, vibe, that, You know what I mean? I've never been in Actually, anywhere. I just lied again. I, I, You've been on a subway? Yeah, in New York yeah. City. That's that's the city I was just in. That's not saying that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. We, but. Uh, <laughs> me, me, actually, Taryn, and I don't know who else was with us. In New York? On Cole, yeah. Because we when we went there in college to play Rutgers, we had a day off and we got to go around New York City. So we had like four that's hours in sad. New York City. But Taryn's cousin um, works at like the Google headquarters in New York City, which fun that's, fact is, is the biggest square footage building in New York, which is crazy. The Google building? Yeah, because it's not that tall. Like, I think it's only like 20 stories, which is tall. But like by New York City standards, it's not that tall, right? Yeah. But it is it is an entire square block. Like, it's the whole block. So it's like, it's just the craziest, biggest building. Um, but yeah, so we went there That's and then we, we used the train to get there and back. Okay. But it was pretty crazy. Which I didn't really get to. That was like, besides when we went and we went to just like Times Square and just kind of like walked around and didn't do too much when we went... Um, but besides that, it was. I felt like seeing Google headquarters was probably pretty cool, or had I don't know if it's headquarters, but Google New, Google New York City. But it was sweet. And then we also stopped at. Uh, we walked by uh, Comedy Cellar. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's like a very famous comedy pop up place in New York City. That was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think what yeah, else you happened did the there. Whole thing. Food, food's unbelievable. City's this, amazing. Did you did you feel this? Like, did you feel yeah. the Jets win there? Like, did it feel like the Jets won? Like, did it feel different? Or yeah. did you just feel like... I think it, I felt okay, it. Okay. Like, <laughs> as you keep asking me these questions, like, I think I was double as happy being in that city just of what was happening with the New right. York sports teams and my personal opinion. So that's why I was just looking around at people smiling. They probably thought I was a psychopath, but... <clears throat> yeah, you picked like, an if, incredible if the, time, for sure. Yeah, right? That's why I Very think it was just such you. a magical I, yeah. city. I was just laughing at everybody. And they're like, <laughs> what's going on? I'm like... The Jets are great. I went to Joe's Pizza. I'm a little bit buzzed. The city's awesome. Yeah, then the UFC and the Giants was coming are up. good. People, it was packed. The Giants are good. Oh, yeah. They had the UFC fight at Max Garden. I almost booked, um, extended my flight just to go to, to that. To go to it? Nobody Dude, wanted it to. Worth it. Those are crazy fights. We don't talk much UFC here. I don't know much about it, but Adesanya losing was crazy. Adesanya Luzi was crazy. I had the I have had the weirdest itching like I in my head, and I was telling everyone at the bar too. I was like, bet the Brazilian guy. I woke up really? Saturday. I'm like, bet that guy. Bet him because I kept seeing stories leading up to it. And I'm like, this guy just seems like an underdog type story. And you know me, I can't pull the trigger on it with my own financial situation, so I didn't do it. But at the bar, I'm like, bet the Brazilian guy. But everyone else picked you... Adesanya, and then I'm like, well, rolling into the Brazilian guy, but. Rolling into our picks, maybe your thing is not betting real money on games and just giving picks. Because yeah. this is last week. Um, obviously, I had Joe's picks on. I covered them on the show Thursday. Um, he goes five and zero. Oh. Didn't bet a single five dollar. Oh, but he didn't bet a single dollar in real life. And oh. Incredible, incredible. So I guess we can get into our picks quick. Joe nails it. Goes five and zero. Oh. Um, had Miami over the Browns. They covered that Pittsburgh, um, which I think at the time of the game starting, it ended up being a pick 'em, but he had a plus one and a half, didn't matter. Steelers won. Um, Tampa Bay beat Seattle, Seattle. in Germany. Great scene. Detroit though. ended up beating Chicago. He had them plus three. Washington then beat Philly. They were plus 11. Incredible. Wagon. I don't know how I thought of it. Those are all bad teams, and they somehow pulled it off. 
Shout no, out to Washington too. But that's all about the feel of the betting game, right? I mean, because I remember you texted me like, like, "I need your picks Thursday night show." I'm like, "That's right, we got to get these in." So I go to the NFL app, look at the scores, and those were the five picks that just came in my head right away. Also, was a little buzz at our graduation dinner for work we had going on. So I was actually sitting next to a couple of buddies, and I'm just like, "Who do I go with?" Five picks, and they I I saw the logos, and it just kicked in my head. I don't even know. Didn't even have any background about it. Did no research oh, on those it. picks. I just jumped into it and I, I put, like, texted you. I'm like, dude, I think I'm four and zero after that noon slate. I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna get killed by this Commanders game and freaking Washington, dude. Let's so go. I picked in real life, picked the five games that I picked plus two other ones and won those other two. I I picked because I picked right. the Steelers and shoot, who was my other pick? Dolphins. Yes, I picked the Dolphins and the Steelers. Two of your picks on top I of smoked them. So I went five and two, which was nice. Fun. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Dude, and That's NFL is week. not normally my thing. If anybody follows no, I my, suck. my my betting Twitter account, it is I have a horseshoe stuck on my ass in college football. I'm like 22 units up this year. It's crazy. But I'm like yeah, down four units in NFL. But I'm back up now. I think I'm even or close to even. So um but yeah, Joe goes five and oh. That brings Joe's total to 13, 5, and 1. Um, since we started tracking, and I'm 12, 7, and 1. Which, now that I'm looking at it, that doesn't add up. I think I messed that. I think I'm 12, 6, and 1, right? Yeah, you were hot. But close enough. I'll figure out the... I'll go back and count those up. But, yeah, Joe's up a a game on me. Because he... uh, You had a tough week last week, which we didn't get to cover. Um, his bad. one pick that he got so right bad. was the one that's that, one of the two that Ryan came on and chose. But you're having you're having a lot of luck right now betting against Philly. That's cool. That's back. That's back to back weeks. Which that's who do they got next week? The Colts. We'll get into those know. upcoming games, but yeah, what the uh, hell I think Eagles suck. Screw them. But yeah, before that week, I went shout out to Ryan. Otherwise, I'd have been toast. That's that oh, Texans game while we were recording it too. So that was. I don't know how I got it with that. I think they won by 12, if I can remember. But, um, yeah, not well for my picks on that. But, hey, bounce back New York City. You know, the magic. It was buzzing. Yeah, you were buzzing. That was just a luck. text out. Now 5-0 and and right back into it. Look at that. Who would have thought? Not me. Well, let's get into the games here. Um, We have the first game, which was Thursday night, uh, which was going on when I was recording it, and it was a dud. Just, uh, I mean, not shockingly that this game was not that exciting, but um, Falcons, Panthers, neither team um, are very good. They're very, they can be like frisky, I would say, but they're just not consistent. Um, PJ Walker, they said he has a high ankle sprain. So Baker's going to be starting week 12, which I feel like is just him getting benched. Um, and the Falcons kind of come back down to earth and the Bucks win. So, it feels like, you know, everybody's kind of like, I mean, everybody was kind of just, you know, they kept saying and saying like the Bucks are going to win this division. Nobody actually believes in the Falcons and like, it's kind of coming true. Um, yeah. I mean, what what did you think from this game, Joe? Um, as I said earlier, while I was in New York Thursday night, I had a, like we had a team dinner. It's like our graduation thing for the end of the week. So I caught about two and a half plays of this game. Well, I hey, watched it. We, we tried keep it honest to- here. Keep it honest here on this show. And uh we were at like a it's like kind of like a wedding venue. I'm trying to make you picture it. So there's a bunch of tables we're all eating. 
And then the lobby bar had the game on. So we were kind of running back and forth because I had Kyle Pitts. I just traded for him. Oh, and trade. Uh, he sucked, by the way. So well, it's um, just because Mariota can't pass the ball. No, he's horrible. He's very bad. I think they should start the backup that they got Ritter or whatever. Ritter, yeah, I think Cincinnati they should give kid. him a try because the way that the Buccaneers are playing too, I think this division, um, if it was anything for the Falcons, just need a little bit of a boost right now because they are back to playing like the Atlanta Falcons. Um, yeah, but I don't, don't really you... know what to say much on this game. That was just a very ugly game. Shout out to the Carolina Panthers with those helmets. I thought those Sick. were cool. Yeah, Black helmets, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons, yeah, we... For a minute there, I was like, you know what? The Falcons might make the playoffs. Who am I kidding? It's Atlanta Falcons. I don't think it's going to work. They need to get Kyle Pitts going. But like you said, it's Marcus Mariota. I wish he was his organ self. <clears throat> He's not. So I think they give the backup a try since they are, what is it? They're second in the division now. So screw it. See, the, the, issue, the issue that I have with that is like you, you think these coaches, right? Which And sometimes I feel like we do give cro- coaches a little too much credit. But like you got to be thinking that like they see Desmond Ritter in practice. They see Mariota in practice. <laughs> and Mariota is still that's better. True. You know what I mean? Like that's the tough yeah, part. To they swallow. know something. Like, they know more yeah. than we do. Um, I feel like the only thing that could be like said there is that there is certain situations where you do want to bring your rookie quarterback in. I feel like that's like a delicate situation sometimes um, where I feel like they did bring Mariota to play this season and, and Ritter to like l- learn from him. And then Ritter probably takes the job next year. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't see him. I don't forward how I feel about Ritter though. Going to be completely honest. Like what was he? Was he a third or fourth round pick that they had him? Yeah. So but like, don't you, I mean, he's Cincinnati yet. Yeah, I don't Give know. I feel try. like that's the. Tough I mean, Mariota's Mariota. He's got I, one thing. I he was so good in college, though. So sick in college, and his swag is just cool. Wow, like he equipment. just played in Oregon. It made yeah. him look a hundred times the cooler. <laughs> he, he played he in getting Oregon. all my questions. Right? Well, who am I kidding? Like you're, yeah, you're all right. He played in Oregon, and he's from Hawaii, so maybe that's the kind of swag to him. But dude, you got to think about how much. Think about how much better you think a quarterback is when they wear a visor. Like literally, like you go to Oregon, you're the quarterback. You wear a visor. Like Heisman. you're gonna, you know, <laughs> exactly. Probably Heisman. Like it's you it's put an Oregon dunk helmet on my head with the visor. Like you'd look like a five star. Wouldn't even yeah. be a question. I'd be a freak, and I'd never commit. I would just be a five star and walk away. <laughs> That's a baller. But yeah, dude, Atlanta. Um, I think yeah, their stories. I, I think it's I over. Gonna... It's just um, this is where Brady's gonna get hot. Obviously, we've seen the two game win streak. This is where I think they needed to get that, and we'll get into that game a little bit later. But um. Well, that's our next game. We could just roll into that. that I was just going to say that this game was nothing special. Like I literally, order. I think I had it on, and then I literally, it got dealt. So I have in the living room, we have like our big TV, and then I have like my monitor that I play Xbox on. This game started Sick. on the big TV, and it got it got relegated to the smaller TV. By relegated. The that's so. the word of the podcast for that two teams right there. Yeah. They, Those two, uh, I think the Carolina Panthers should get relegated after this. It was yeah. I I watched two plays of that game. Well, how, cra- how crazy is that? So, last thing about it is now that Carolina won that game, they're only a game back from the Falcons. It's and only and only two games out of first place. That, I spoke to you last. That, I was like, the Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. That <laughs> seriously, I'm like, I, I picked the Falcons. I'm like, they're they're covering the spread. They're going to win the division. They're going to shock a shock a team and win a playoff game. And now it's like, oh, damn it, Atlanta. I mean, that whole division is tough. Uh, so, moving into so Tampa, disgusting. Tampa is the only team with a positive point differential in that in that division. How about that? It plus three, so barely positive, and they're five hundred. I feel like the, there's such dramatic differences in the conferences this year. Like typically, I feel like 
like in each in each division, right? In typical years, you have, you know, like your good, your best team, you know, like like the Vikings right now are eight and one. And then you have a team that's like a, maybe a game or two over 500. And then the other two teams are like brutal. I feel like in the divisions right now in NFL, like you have like a couple divisions. So the NFC East and the AFC East where you have like three really good teams and then one bad team, but the bad team isn't even that bad. And then you have like the AFC and the NFC South where just like all four of the teams are just kind of bad. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like that's such a flip from other years. Yeah. With the East right now, I think it's the commanders, the only team that aren't in the playoffs. Yeah. Both the East. And they're five and five and they're five and five. I mean, they got a chance They're the one they're crazy. NFC. Shout out to East. What I was saying, the AFC East, the, the, the Patriots are five and four and in last place. So they're above 500. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then you have the South who has no winning teams. Tampa Bay's in first at five and five. And rolling into that game, uh, they beat the Seahawks and they looked fine, I would say. Um, You texted me at like 7 a.m. Shout out to you because you were up or your West Coast time. Yeah, Yeah. I was up 6.30. I forgot the game was on too. I'm... Joey stats not going great here with what NFL games are being played, but I woke up, saw your text and you're like, this is the Buccaneers team. I didn't expect that was going to be there. And I saw that and I'm like, this better mean something good. I'm going to turn this TV on. I thought it was going to be 41, nothing, but I mean, it was like 14, nothing. And uh, yeah, they look good. Lenny, uh, Lenny Fournette got that touchdown there. Julio Jones absolutely like demolished a guy. Good to see yeah. him back. Tom Brady just looked like a mold self. And shout out to Germany. That place was buzzing when they did like the country roads taking home. Yeah. And then the beer, it. they were doing pitches yep. of beer. So I was just loving everything about I was seeing at this game. Um, and then obviously I picked Tampa Bay because I'm I'm a genius at picking. Shout out five and no, no big deal. But um, yeah, that was that was great to see. Um, it kind of scared me a little bit that the Seahawks had that run there at the end, kind of came back a little bit, but uh yeah, the Bucks. I think they needed this back to five and five. It's crazy. What are they? The third or fourth seed right now because they're in first. But um, yeah, brutal. Maybe this is where they get hot. The, the they don't because the Seahawks are still in front of them. But um, yeah, Gino, I thought I, they were talking to Gino about contract negotiations too next year. I was reading some reports on that. Dude, I don't they, know how, Gino Gino looked like the New York well, Jets drafted Gino Smith. For three quarters, yeah. I was going to say in the fourth quarter, yeah. he actually looked pretty He decent. didn't look like the Geno from Seattle. He looked like the New York Jets second-round pick. Um, sweater vest, draft attire. I yep. still remember that day. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Seattle. And then, you know, obviously with the Niners, we'll get to that, and they're starting to get hot, too. So that division is going to be crazy. But um, I felt yeah, like this was Germany. more of a Bucks defense game, like the Bucks kind of getting right defensively than it more was like Seattle. Like the Bucks run defense finally looked good. Like Kenneth Walker couldn't get anything going. I think he had like 20 yards. Yeah. Um, we we're waiting to see this defense too. Cause we're like, something needs to click. Well, like it was, it was good. The first and, couple and we said and they haven't lost any people on their defense really. Right. Either. So it's like, what's kind of going on? Where's, where's the same team that's been dominating the last couple of years. So this was a big win for them. Um, then they both team goes in the bye here. So I think each team will need a rest. And but I feel, I feel like there. realistically, like their defense has been fine all year. Like it hasn't been spectacular, but like talking about Tampa's. Yeah. Besides yeah. the chiefs game where they got absolutely cooked, but like, I feel like it has been the offense just not really getting going. And I felt like a big thing this game was they finally ran the ball. Like they had 44 rushing attempts. 
Um, they ran the ball for 161 yards. Like Rashad white ran for 105. Lenny had a touchdown and 57 yards. Like, I feel like that is like huge for them. Like, I feel like Brady's been passing the ball like 50 times a game and it's just not working. Like, yeah, he's, in the, it, he's 45. They should use that running back combination and kind of like how the Cowboys used it. I saw like this after I saw this game with white, I'm like, they could use this like the Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott kind of given. hundred percent dude. And right. Don't you kind of see that the same like, way that I think is faster and a little bit more agility than Zeke, but I think they could kind of utilize that white guy a little bit more and get him in there. He looked great. I feel like he hasn't done anything this year. And, um, I know my roommate has him on his fantasy team and he's always yelling about him, but I, I could see though, if they get that guy more involved and they let Lenny just kind of do that red zone bulldozing thing, but they, they look Dude, good. That's what I've been saying all, all years. These teams that have like a dynamic running back duo. So you have Tampa Bay who uh, people were really high on Rashad white going into this year. And the only reason I know that is because of the fantasy football nerds that thought he was going to be relevant. Right. And then you have, like you said, the Dallas Cowboys and then the green Bay Packers, like, you see the Cowboys doing it with Pollard and Zeke the majority of the season because why? Cooper Rush was in, right? And they wanted to take the pressure off Cooper Rush. So Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, decides that he's just going to hand the ball to them, not put a ton of pressure on Cooper Rush, right? Now, I feel like the last two games, they put more pressure on Dak because Dak is expected to be more because he's a franchise quarterback, and they haven't looked as great. Now, what did we see this week out of the Packers? We saw a dominant game out of Aaron Jones, and they won, right? So it's like... You need to establish, and same thing with the Bucks. It's like you have these running backs. Like you can't be that one-dimensional. Like if Tom Brady drops back and throws the ball 50, 50 times and only throws for 270 yards, that's not that efficient. He, he only had 29 pass attempts this game. He went 22 for 29, had two touchdowns, and he threw a pick, and they still won. So you know what I mean? Like I feel like that's like a big part of this, and, and you can take it out of the school of like Vrabel. Like Vrabel's offenses have like nothing ever besides Derrick Henry, and they just dominate the clock. Their defense is good enough, and right? They, and they dominate the clock. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, and we'll, when we get into the Vikings Bills games too, it's kind of a funny. It's like as you become like a an NFL fan and you watch a lot of games, you kind of like can picture at what point in the game you feel like there's enough time left to score a certain amount of points. Like you understand how long possessions are and stuff like that back and forth. And I feel like those things ring true when you see a team that can control the clock like the Bucks did. I think there's a ton of examples around the league this week of like teams playing pretty decent defense, forcing some turnovers and then controlling the, the clock and the running game and then asking their quarterback to not do too much. Quarterbacks can look really, really good when you only ask them to do certain things. And that's why I think coaching and don't throw the ball 55 times. Exactly. I don't think, I don't think any, like, I know Josh Allen's done this. Tom Brady's done this. Mahomes has probably done this. Like any quarterback that, I mean, Kirk just did this too. I think Kirk just threw 50, but any quarterback that ends up throwing the ball 50 to 60 times eventually ends up in a loss. I feel like. Well, yeah, and you could say the same thing for the Vikings. Like the Vikings were down seventeen. Like Kirk had to throw the ball that much. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we didn't, we didn't establish a run game. And like, no, the stats if, until Delvin had that eighty-one yards though. This yeah. game, but okay, yeah. and we well, the Vikings have that too with Cook and Madison. Like I, I know this, dude, this new uh, duo of running backs. I think it's going to start taking over the league. And if people don't know by now, we should probably email some coaches because I think that's going to start. Ha- I don't know team. I mean, like the 49ers got. McCaffrey and who's the other guy? Is it Mitchell? Elijah who's the Mitchell. other backup? Yeah. Dolphins Elijah's this like, week the best ran out Jeff Wilson and Mostert. They both crushed yeah, the dude, running game. Everybody's like, getting onto this. It's smart. 
you just have to establish them. Like if we're talking about scoring points, like teams that do it, like Lions have Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, like the Bears now run Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Well, I mean, Justin Fields is their leading rusher now, but um well, yeah, let's uh let's roll into this Vikings game. Uh, on the list here, it's it's the next game up. So what a t- I don't even know what to say. Oh my god. Oh my god, Jacob. That's what I'll say there. Skull. I I went through 35 different emotions. You guys can't see me, but I'm doing like a roller coaster thing with my hands right now. It was the top three craziest football games I've ever seen in my life. Name name two top name two more that were crazy. The only one I could think of was the Bills and Chiefs one from last okay. year. Yeah, that's fair. Because that playoff wise, yeah. Because I think I I think I'd rank that above this one because of the playoff situation. Um, and then the only games that I could think of that maybe even the Patriots this, Super Bowl when they yeah, came I was back, when they came back from the Falcons, right? That was pretty crazy. As far as personal standpoint, that one, this one that just happened on Sunday affected me a lot more because of just how crazy it was. It was, it's just, it's exactly. It wasn't in it Minneapolis, but it was another Minneapolis miracle to be completely honest. Like this, it reminded me the same way I felt. Like yeah. same exact way I felt watching that Viking Saints game back in the day, where you are just so dead. You're like, this game is just so over. Like it's twenty seven to ten. I was like, well, that and I'm talking when about I'm sitting when we up, get stuffed I sit up. A, we stuffed on right. a one yard line. Like yeah. the game was over then, and then somehow game Josh was over like was, three times. Yeah, it was I incredible. Swear. I don't. Where do we start? Where do we want to uh, get in with this? Eight and one. How about that, everyone that doesn't like the Vikes? We just came back and beat the Bills in Buffalo. Oh, man. Don't even get me started, right, though, because people, uh, people still don't like the Vikings. and It's, it's dude, the spread is which, Dallas which, by which one I don't, coming yeah. into next week. What? What? 325 game in Minneapolis, and you give the Dallas Cowboys, who just lost, a one-point sp- – oh, my God. We can – I don't even know where to start with this game. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. Justin Jefferson is the best receiver of all time. Um, Kirk Cousins, Kirko, you're the man. Uh, Josh Allen is kind of getting all over the place too. I don't know, really. It's kind of just getting a little crazy. I feel like with his throws, and then obviously with the game ending there, I thought we had a safety, and then it turned out to be a touchdown. And I was laying down on my couch, and like we lost. I was just, I was like seven and two or whatever. Maybe it's just we. Need, it's okay. We can bounce back. And then boom, that happens. I jump out of my chair. I start doing the school chant. I'm grittying. Dude, I was Talk all to over me. the place How, too. What, what I went from, well, I went from like, you know, like we we come back, and then it looks like we're not going to be able to come back. But then Josh Allen throws a pick, and then we're sitting there, and we're driving down the field, and you're like, "Are we going to do this? Like, are we really going to drive down the field?" And it looked like it. And then you, <laughs> I mean, talk about just so many things going on. Then you have the 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 fourth and one. And Dalvin drops that play, which he would have walked into the end zone had he caught it, oh, right? Oh, God. But that I saw so I saw the play. I saw the guy jump offside, so I wasn't too yep, worried about it. saw that too. So saw that happening. And then they throw the flag, and we're, and I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh, like fourth and one. Like I have, I don't know what it was. I had a bad feeling about the, the sneak because I felt like everybody in the world knew the sneak was coming. And we like that's that play works awesome when you have someone like Jalen Hurts or Josh. Allen. I was just gonna say that if you but have like, Jalen Hurts, that works 99 times out of Kirk's Kirk did not look good on that play, and I still thought he almost got it on a second effort. Um, turns out he didn't, and then and then Josh, I, I, I just I went from like watching the game in my sweatshirt and sweatpants, and then 
ended up taking the sweatshirt off. Then ended up taking the shirt off because I got so like worked up and sweaty. I was standing. I was pacing. You're, like you're probably looking like a middle linebacker. You were dude, I was. Like, yeah, it was in insanity. Um, but yeah, I guess talking about the game, the, like the classic narrative is, you know, like I heard somebody talking about how, um, what was it like? Josh Allen, you know, he throws that pick and then he lays on the ground after he tries to tackle the guy and everybody's like, Oh, maybe his elbow was, you know, more hurt than we thought. And I'm like, if you watch the game, his elbow was not bugging him. He was throwing the same passes. He always does the same zip that he was always done. So the elbow excuse is out the window for me. The reason he was laying on the ground is because he threw another red zone pick, which he's thrown four of them in like the last three games. And he'd thrown, I think like two or three in the last, like 60 some games he played. Um, or quarter, sorry, but I, I don't know. I, I thought the Bills. I'm glad good, he played. Obviously. I'll say yeah, that you know, hundred percent. I'm glad he played because I woke up and I was reading the reports. I couldn't tell if he was playing, if he's inactive or active. I saw that he was active. I was like, okay, he might just not play. I, I, I was really confused. Then I kind of saw the report by uh, Schefter like ten minutes prior to the game saying that he was going to be starting quarterback. I'm like, good. I want the Vikings to go in there and beat the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen playing quarterback. Just may I don't know. I was like, he's probably not 100%, but I want him to be with Josh Allen at quarterback because if we go in there and beat Case Keenum, we're going to be hearing all this blah, blah, blah about the Minnesota Vikings beating a Case Keenum team for the next three weeks that we're still frauds, blah, blah, blah. So it was good to see him, Josh Allen, play. And you're totally right. Like, nothing was bothering him. He was doing all the stuff going down the play. Like, he still threw the ball. I don't know how many times, but it was not. I thought before that game, I thought he was going to throw the ball like 10 times if he was seriously hurt, but. No, he was he pissed. Was he was chucking his helmet after the game. He was completely fine. Um, yeah, I, it was – I'm glad he played. We needed to beat the Buffalo Bills with Josh, Josh Allen at quarterback. So, yeah. And dude, I thought it was funny bonkers. that people were complaining about Kirk Cousins, like, oh, like he threw two picks. And I will admit one of the picks was pretty bad. Like the one where he scanned yeah. the left and threw it was bad. But I think a lot of people going – you know, like everybody's always called him a game manager, this and that. Like all he can do is, you know, run the plays given. He's a robot back there. Now this season, and especially in this game, when we needed him to take some chances after the, you know, the game script didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Again, we go down and score right away. And then we struggle to score for, you know, a quarter or two. And then we get things going again. But he took risks and you saw it on the fourth and 18. Like, I feel like an old Kirk Cousins doesn't fourth throw and 18. that ball. Right? How crazy is that? Fourth Last and eighteen. Year, Kirk Cousins we converted even that. Try to throw that ball. That's if a check like, down, and then yeah. a running back trying to make a throw. Oh man, that and that catch was the. It it probably didn't look like the greatest catch because, like, I feel like OBJ's is always going to look like the greatest catch because there's nobody around him, and it was like a but touchdown. From but from game standpoint of like what we needed within that game of how the, everything turned out here, and then that catch. Saving this Insanity. entire game is crazy. And the fact that he controlled it like against the person, Justin Jefferson holds it with one hand, like keeps it pinned and doesn't let it touch the ground was truly phenomenal. And he is cemented himself to me as the best wide receiver in the NFL for, yep. for so many reasons, because, um, you know, you, when you think about a wide receiver, you want an ability to run routes. You want an ability yards after catch. And then you want the ability to, like win balls over people, right? 
Like, I feel like those are like three of the things that you look for, right? He does all of them and pretty much like, I don't know a better contested catcher right now after that play. Like, and he's not even that big of a dude either. That's no, the crazy that's part. what I was, he's the kind of skinny guy. Shout out his route running though. He's unbelievable at that too. And after he made that catch, <clears throat> I think we can retire his Jersey. Like if Easily. he retired tomorrow, we could put 18 in the rafters. Like this guy's a freak. Got him on my fantasy team too. And he's just absolutely balling. The thing was too, I think prior to last week, like he only had one touchdown and that was week one. And now he's starting to get hot with the touchdowns again in there. But Jay Jets, man, dude, you're just an absolute athlete. And it's just crazy because. Well, it was oh a fun game because on the other side, you have Stefan Diggs, who obviously used to be a Viking. And like he wanted this one going so back bad. and forth. He probably had an Instagram post lined up for a week saying what, oh, like, yeah. what it was going to be about beating the Vikings. Um, good things about Diggs, though. He's always like giving Minnesota love. He's been tweeting like, yeah. always showing love for Minnesota. And I saw a video before this, like that he's giving hugs and high fives to yeah, all the Minnesota Kirk. staff. I saw so. That too. so that was cool. But if, yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah, a, if you're a Bills fan, you, and you're looking at that trade, like Vikes won that trade, right? With Jefferson and just the age wise. I mean, I feel like yes. <clears throat> it worked yes, out but the Bills didn't with Josh Allen. Like that's a very good combination. And from kind of where their standpoint is, like that's it's very this nice. This is gonna but, sound really stupid. Okay. But um I think the Vikings won the trade, but I don't think the Bills lost the trade. Does that make sense? That yeah. Like I, I don't yeah. Like getting Stefan Diggs, I don't think is ever going to be a bad thing. Like you said, like the youth was definitely, but I felt like the so Bills needed a wide trade. receiver right then. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, you know, like you could say like Justin Jefferson is probably going to go down as like one of the best wide receivers ever. But in fairness, like if Stefan Diggs was the premier wide receiver earlier in his career, like maybe he could have done similar things to Justin Jefferson. You know, Stefan Diggs is, is crazy talented. Now, I don't know, because Justin Jefferson is clearly in a league of his own right now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, the Bills have loved Stefan Diggs. Like, he's been awesome for them. So, it's tough to say it's that, like, they lost teams. that trade. But, yeah. Yeah. I see like you said, saying. I mean, Justin Jefferson is, what, 23? Like, that's incredible. Yeah. He's um, about to get the biggest contract of all time for a wide receiver this offseason, too. I know. Which is sick that we get to keep him. We better keep him. I'm assuming we better keep him. him. I'll cry if he leaves. Um, I can't believe they um, also just jumped back into this game. That that wasn't a safety, and Josh Allen fumbled that ball to get into a turnover. And then they go down, kick the field goal, overtime. Oh, and can we talk about this? I was like, we're going to. I know, right? Joseph, what's going on? I I chucked him. Chucked oh a beer, God, bro. Classic, in like, my head throughout through the window. Classic Vikings, right? I'm like, here we go. This is just we had the opportunity. Typical Minnesota Vikings miss the kick. We're gonna do everything we can, and that's gonna kill us. But no, Kirk goes down there, and we get it done. And then I was just going nuts in my head. But once we got that touchdown off of that little one yard fumble, and then Josh Allen tied it up with the field goal there. I'm like, okay, that's just we're gonna play a hell of a game. We're gonna get this. Why comeback do we, why, do, why do defenses overtime. do that though? Okay, so this is a question I have. And I feel like you see it in all these games that that you know teams up by three, right? They're up by three, um, or even a touchdown. And a touchdown makes a little more sense because obviously, like a field goal doesn't hurt you. But a team that's only up by three, right? A field goal obviously can tie the game. Yeah, they play such seconds. crazy soft defense, and they when don't you allow guard them the to catch it, yes, and when you allow them to catch it fifteen yards, and then they can run forward and get out of bounds. You know, it takes like five, six seconds to run that play oh, yeah. over and over again. 
After that like first catch, do that. I'm like, they're getting it. I'm like, they're getting this field goal. It was like a 15 yard pass to Knox or whoever it was. And I'm like, yep, they're going to easily get this field goal. Cause you could just tell like when you're watching the game on TV, like our cornerbacks look like they weren't even in the screen. In this dude. Yeah. And we I couldn't get like, any pressure on Allen. He had all t- all the day, like all that, day. That was very frustrating. Pocket. That was my biggest takeaway from the game. Probably that I disliked the most was just what that we just let him walk down the end zone for that field goal. Well, I don't even think if I realized it, but did Zadarius Smith come back in that game? I know he got hurt. I don't. I I was so wound up in the game. I don't even think I saw if he came back. Which, he could have been in Texas by now. I don't even know. But I was, he. But when him and Daniel are going, like that's game changing for us. Daniel looked yeah, good. We, I got to You got, finally got to hear his name throughout the game, which is good. I feel like you haven't heard it too much this year, but it's good to see him balling. Um, that one play, uh, we can jump in that first with the G- Gabe Davis. How do they not review that play? Oh, like it's the national God, football. Don't league. even get me started, dude. I was like, that should be out. that should be an officiating the- review. How is that not like who? How do they just let that Buffalo snap the ball and carry the game on? How is that even a thing? When you and and not that you should look at sidelines to give you like evidence, I guess if you're a ref, but when you see the entire Viking sideline, like very very adamantly saying like he didn't catch it, like don't you think you should at least review it like that? It's you should review a, every single catch within that situation under 40 seconds. That isn't to, like that is that. How do they not stop the game? That was so borderline. Like when you see a guy dive like that, there's a good chance that he's not going to catch that ball. Yeah, I and was, he didn't catch the ball. I know it. It was out. It to him. That was ridiculous. I, Didn't like that. Yeah, that was frustrating. Um, the other thing I was going to say is it's you know listening to people talk about this all over the sports world is when was the last time you had ever heard like a Minnesota sports team be involved in any type of game of the year? <laughs> and right. everybody's calling this a and game a of win, the year. especially Crazy, with a win right? too. If that's going to go down in history, and then as on a top Viking of that, win, the Minnesota sports win, everybody is still like, we don't believe in the Vikings. Like no. nobody believes in the Vikings because no. they have Kirk Cousins. The spreads by like, one in Dallas at home. Or should I say at home? U.S. Bank, Minnesota fans, and Dallas is favored by one coming in at a three twenty-five slate on CBS. So insulting. I do not get it. After they just lost to the Packers, who is making that? I think Vegas is trying to piss people off. Shout out to some power rankings. I did see the Vikings were kind of flirting with some one rankings and some, but then some were like five. Um, but it's good to kind of get some votes up there. I still, I bet there's half the country doesn't believe in us still. Taking my Vikings hat off for a second, like my unbiased, you know, sports reporting that we love to do sure. on this podcast, right? Yeah. I don't see how you can rank the Vikings ahead of the Eagles still. Yeah. Because, like, they have they the same record too, now, and, and they beat us. So, it's like, to me, the people that put the Vikings, like, that is the definition of recency bias. And that's, I guess, that is the whole point of power rankings is who's good right now. But, like, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I mean... And, and and I was talking about this last week on the episode by myself is is how the narrative around Josh Allen has like just turned into this like crazy just like we love Josh Allen so much like he can do no wrong and like if you want to talk about interceptions being bad like his two picks were bad and oh. I heard people try to defend the the pick that he threw the okay the second one was brutal but people are trying to defend the the, the first pick that he threw as like a oh well, he had to get rid of it you know like they're in the red zone it was fourth down or you know what I mean like they had to th- I'm like okay but like you still like if you are gonna get upset at Kirk Cousins for throwing that pick after he looks off his first two reads 
and then he threw an errant pass where he clearly was trying to throw to Justin Jefferson. How is that any how is that any worse than Josh Allen just not seeing Patrick Peterson? You know what I mean? Like to to me that that is no different. And if this wasn't Josh Allen, like if they they would like hate him. Like the whole country would hate this quarterback. I'm just trying to think because they just know that it's Josh Allen. Yes, dude. Josh Allen lives in this like mystical place that everybody's like, Josh Allen's the greatest quarterback ever. Like Josh Allen Mahomes. That's not everyone is. It's like Allen Mahomes. But it's like if you kind of just like but take I feel that like Josh Allen away from Mahomes and it's been so much Allen. Yeah. Like he's maybe he's what has bad. he done that Mah- how is he how is he over and you know I am a huge Mahomes fan, and I feel like every week I get into this. But what we has love Allen, on this podcast. What has Allen done at all in his career to take over Mahomes? Nothing. I think he's just a big, big NFL quarterback that can run and make some exciting plays here and there. But ultimately, when you look at it, when you look at the two side by side, I think it shouldn't even be a question. As of now, this moment in the NFL, who's playing better? He's not even the best quarterback in his division. Zach Wilson, right? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say. Set yourself up for that one. Come on. <laughs> I'm glad you took the bait on it. I was. He's got I that dog in him. He's got that up. dog in him. A lot of quarterbacks don't have that. All right. Well, that's true. Uh, no, but the, the correct answer was Tua. But yeah, um, yeah, Tua's played. Tua's played better than Josh Allen this year. I'll give him that. As of right now, I know we still got some season to go. Tua's starting to get hot for the games that he's played in without getting sent off to a hospital. So we'll, we'll get eventually into that Dolphins <laughs> game, but he, since he's come back, he has 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Pretty crazy. Yeah. That team's buzzing. Zach Wilson's got like, um, well, do you, you got, we got anything else on the Vikings? Uh, I mean, I don't, Unbelievable want, game. I don't want to get started on how people are still disrespecting. I know we've covered it's, it a couple see, times, we, but it's, we say this every week. We're always like, keep we don't it down care. And look, at we the, don't, we care. don't care. Say what you want nation. Keep, I don't care. Keep, keep doubting us. If you're media, keep doing it. Yeah, that's right. Vikings are nothing. They're just the, 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 playoffs, football the playoffs are going to roll through Minneapolis. U.S. Bank. Probably go to a that game. One seed is calling our name. I know. Cause the Eagles suck. I'll be back for that. I have to if they, oh, if yeah. they play a playoff game, I'll be back. When was it, that um the Christmas Eve game that you and Avery were talking about? Is that at noon? Is that a Saturday? Yeah. Okay, so I'll probably yeah. have to go to that because then we get we get we're gonna get tickets to play the Giants. All right, sweet. Yeah, I, I can feel do like that. It's a, I'm gonna be back in town. I gotta go see a game at the bank. All we right, went to a game right. last year. We gotta go to a game this year. Oh yeah, okay. But we refused to go to games on Sundays because last year we went on a Thursday. This year we're gonna go on a Saturday. That's right. That's right. Next year, we'll, play, hopefully, they play on a Monday. Next year, they may be playing on a Monday, and I'll come back for it. Roger Goodell's got nothing on us. We Not do no Sunday games. No, oh, no, no way. Sundays no, are for no, the couch. No. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we can go into the other games that weren't nearly as fun as that one. I can tell you that much. That was crazy. I saw, um, shout out, Vikings. Here we go. Yeah, shout out to Justin Jefferson, man. Yeah, I love you. He's he's the man. Um, we have Lions-Bears. Um, shout out Detroit too. Pick Detroit up, thirty-one. Yeah. Chicago. Shout out 30. Detroit. That's all I have to say about them. Shout out Detroit. Wild game. Um, Justin Fields looked amazing again, running wise. Um, <laughs> they missed an extra point as well, so it's like the classic like Bears kicking woes, Vikings kicking woes. Definitely came back up this week, um, but also that pick. That he threw to um, Jeff. Uh, how do you say his last name? Akuda. 
Okuda. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. his college teammate, which Ohio I thought State. was funny. Yep, another Ohio State guy. But I thought another good part of that was instead of Fields like just being pissed and like thinking the game is over after that pick six, he comes out and what did he have like a 67 yard run for a touchdown that put him that back crazy. in the lead? It was crazy. I think he dropped like 40 fantasy points. He might be like a top guy now. He started he ball out. I think in the People fantasy weeks, he had like, like 27, 26, 30, and 40. Um, well, when you run just, for he, 140 plus yards a game, you're automatically a 14 fantasy points right there without any passing. You yeah, I mean? That's that, crazy. that usually works out pretty well for fantasy, yep. I would say. Um, and as far as like Justin Fields, he looks great. And I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of it. As far as like NFC North division, that could be pretty scary, but... They still lost. Like he can't. Like he hasn't won. So this is the thing that I he's been. Seeing. He's just been blue balling and flirting with wins all this year. I feel like, and it is the Chicago Bears. But as much as we want to talk about Justin Fields being the man and he's the guy, like you, you lost. Well, that is, the that is literally the only story there because you you don't even get to like we this week we can finally say something else about a wide receiver, or not even a wide receiver, just a receiver for the Bears because Cole Komet has had a couple of games now back to back where he's looked like a really good tight end, but they still have no wide receivers. Like Claypool had what one catch for eight yards. I know it's only what second or third week there, but still like Darnell Mooney still is irrelevant. Like Khalil Herbert looks good at times, but like Montgomery doesn't even get the ball anymore. Like their offense still sucks besides Justin Fields running the ball, like truthfully. And yeah, their defense is brutal when they gave away their best two players. So I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. I think the Bears are still far away because they they That's have the rebuilding point. to do. But the the what Justin Fields has been doing has been impressive. In it is in it sort of great. like a, yeah. If you're a Bears fan, this is what you want to see. But you, you want to win. see the Bears losing games, but him looking good. To be honest, right? Because you want a higher draft pick. He's just flirting with Chicago fans, right? Like he's throwing out all this productive stuff, running the ball, throwing it, getting those points up there. Obviously, as a Bears fan, you know, you're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. You're just trying to see something productive out of the team, which I feel like they're seeing right now to Justin Fields. Um, but ultimately, it's the Chicago Bears, and I don't know if they're ever going to get over this hump. Hopefully not. And, I mean, yeah, that it look, you, if you're a Bears fan, that's got to look sweet. Like, you're watching this, you're like, heck yeah, we got a mobile quarterback. He's running for 80 yards. He's throwing it. It's great. But I'm tr- I'm thinking in my head right really now, dude. Throwing it. I know. Okay. In my head, I can't like what what is Justin Fields one? What do you like, mean? One, like what is he what games has he won? Like I know he's his second year, but in college he didn't win anything. He won one playoff game. Well, okay, let's let's be fair. Here. I jumped out. I, I think he's a loser. <laughs> maybe okay. he's just a loser. And maybe I I think this podcast needs some hot takes. I just don't think he's I think so this whole like your demon quarterback a lose, as a loser. Kind of. I'm, but what about nice okay, way? Like the, only, the cool. only way to flip it back to you is what about all the other quarterbacks in college that didn't win anything? Because like, no, what do you consider winning? Dumps. Like Zach Wilson isn't a winner then, right? Because he never made no, a playoff. He, he can date moms. He can do whatever the hell he wants too. <laughs> okay, so. We keep the Jets out of it, man. Don't get don't you're turning the story on. Okay, okay. Too. Somebody somebody else. You're what right. About, what about Trevor Lawrence? He won that natty. Yeah, but he was a winner and now he's a loser. So yeah, what, if you, was, what if you? I didn't say he was a winner NFL. either. There's like five good winners right now as quarterbacks. Ooh. I'll give you that point. Uh, Mahomes, winner. Brady wasn't a winner in college though. Neither 
uh, Mahomes, they didn't win any. Give you, I'm going to give you my five winning quarterbacks that are that are certified in the NFL <laughs> winners. All right. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Patrick winner. Mahomes. Winner. Um. Yep. Baby Get Stafford. After that, Stafford. Dog. Okay. Let me hold on. Hold this. Stafford. Put some more time here. <laughs> I'm gonna look through that. I don't even know who's an NFL quarterback in the league right now, dude. All right. You just run through the teams. I'm going through the teams right now, Jacob. Okay. So we got Mahomes. Winner. Russell Wilson. I'll give him it. Ah. Yeah, yeah, you got to get Super Bowl. Yeah. It happens. He was good in uh, Seattle. He's a winner. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Winner. Tom Brady. Winner. Tua. Jimmy G. Tua's and... a winner. I'll, I'll throw Tua in there. Think about you that. You got to put Jimmy G, too. I'm giving Jimmy G his love. I know he's got the Super Bowl, that, but he provides wins. Saw a stat about Jimmy True. G. He's 10-2 and two without throwing a touchdown. It's like... The it's like your ultimate group. game manager. It's like the the class project when the group gets an A, but you don't do anything. <laughs> That's Jimmy G, right? So he's a winner. Like he knows what groups. He's a good leader. Good. Yeah, he's a good leader, man. Um, so that you see him at take. the? Do you see him at the Golden State game last night? Yeah, he's looking fresh. All the cheerleaders are giving him high fives. Yeah, yeah. which is crazy because uh, Christian McCaffrey was right next, next to, him. to him too, and they didn't even look at him. And McCaffrey's a pretty good looking dude too. Because he's a winner. They don't. They no. Christian McCaffrey hasn't won anything. Yeah, well, he's a winner now because he's with Jimmy Garoppolo, who is about the winner. winner. Yeah, he's probably they probably went to Nobu. Probably got you know who's not right you off. know who's not a winner though. Um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is not a winner. Hasn't he, won anything. He looks good. He wants your mind to think that he's a winner. To be fair, like him and him and Garoppolo have equal levels of winning. Then right? No, yeah. I, actually, that's false. Jimmy Garoppolo, G went to a Super Bowl. He, he won an a, NFC Championship game. He has a Josh Super Bowl Allen ring. Is not. Yeah, that's right. He's a backup. In, in, in New England to Tom Brady. There you go. Come winner. on. Winner. Not a lot is of people get that. Joe Burrow a winner? He's a winner. Yeah, he won at LSU. And he got he won he he made it to, Went the, Super to the Super Bowl. Bowl. Didn't win it. Okay, so there's a couple winners, but Justin Fields, loser. Lamar Jackson. Keep that take on. Uh, he's a loser. Wow. I'm gonna give him a loser status. This I is kind of good 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 I disagree. status. I think he's a winner. He's he's kind of flirting. He with. made Louisville like good in college first off, and then the Ravens have been good since he's been there. Yeah, he just got hurt when, when he. Yeah, he hasn't even got a chance. He won an MVP there. Yeah, and he won a Heisman too. But other than that, he okay. Lamar is kind. Are we of, talking about regular season winning or winning in the playoffs? Because that's a huge difference. I'm just thinking an overall winner in my head. This is what's coming to my. Eye. I'm doing like an eye test right now. Yeah, yeah. love eye um, test. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I feel like are kind of almost in the same boat. That they get that like flashy mobile skill, but deep down, they haven't. They haven't. Yeah, I, I can mean, see like the Josh Allen statistic with Lamar. Like Lamar got the MVP. Josh Allen's throwing up crazy numbers. But, like, I think Jimmy this G is the went, year. This is the year. He, here, this, this I'll is my give prediction Lamar right here. A question, no, Mark. right here. He needs to get to a conference championship game. Ravens Bills in the playoffs loser. this year. Ravens okay. beat the Bills. Okay, that's my prediction right now. Lamar will stay a loser in my head if he doesn't make a conference championship game this year. Okay. I respect that. Ravens Chiefs. Good. We don't Ravens do Chiefs crazy AFC things. Championship. Yeah. That's what I yeah, want. That'd be good. That's what I want. I want that that'd so bad. So bad. And I will give Lamar his winning status. 
I know a lot of people are going to listen and they're going to, this, this podcast is going to be all over the news being like, holy smokes. He doesn't think he's a winner. <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Uh, ooh. He's a, he's a question mark too. Uh, depending on what they do this year. Daniel Jones. No, he's a loser. loser. Yeah. Dak. No, he's a big loser. Dak's he's, a huge loser. He's a, he's one of the biggest losers. Dude, I think they're better. I think they're better. He's cat curling. I, I think Wait, not cat curling. What am I saying? Cat fishing. Cat fishing. The NFL. Honey dicking them. That's honey dicking them down. That is the what Dak Prescott <laughs> She's does. honey dicking me. There's like 10 quarterbacks that I can think about right now that make you get with the media presence that when you think of them, they're like, yeah, fast. I'd want to remember quarterback. But like they haven't they haven't won. Dude. Are you, get, are you seeing what I'm getting there? Like, there's dude, only been like I couldn't agree more. Because 10 quarterback, five quarterbacks that have actually won a Super Bowl or got him close to like, I'll give Joe Burrow that because he, he took a whole city and brought him to the Super Bowl. That counts. Like if Lamar can do that. I'll give you a winning stat. Kyler's the same thing. Everybody he's only decking everyone too. Kyler I think sucks. he sucks. And you know who's kind of flirting with that too? Is it doesn't suck. That's a strong word. He's very good. No. He's an NFL quarterback, but yeah. he is struggling right now and clearly you can't win. God, there's a lot of quarterbacks getting my head right now. Who's really ticking me off in the NFL as quarterback that I really want to see do well. It's Justin Herbert. And he's just, he's like, they, I mean, he wasn't play. He's playing with scraps last week, but He's got to figure it out because there's a lot of hype on this guy talking about how they could win this division, maybe get to the Super Bowl. You know what I think his is issue just, is? He's just not like Tua is. Tua is just, and I was I was wrong because I was like I I'd rather draft Justin Herbert than Tua. I'll stand by that. Like that's who I would have picked in that draft. And I also said that Sam Darnold was going to be better than Baker Mayfield. Also said that on this podcast. Um, but right now with the seasons going, like Tua is just a lot more electric. Okay, it's but just, let me. I, I agree weird, with you, but right? like, can I phrase it this way? That okay, you have to look at you have Tua here. For Tua those here. of you, you can't see he's me. Got Tua is my right. Well, actually, Tua should be my left hand because he's. Which left hand are you holding up? Is that your this actual left, left hand? Yes. Yeah, so this is my, my actual left hand. hand. So you have Tua here. Yep. You have Justin Herbert here. Yep. Then you have Brandon Staley here and Mike McDaniel here. Right. That's true. And, and for those who can't see, my left hand is way higher for Mike McDaniel. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek's probably a little bit more fun than Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Well, I, I fair. Keenan Allen's have, a dog. Mike Williams is turning out to kind of turn into that dog a little bit. And it is the Chargers mindset. I mean, you do live in L.A. And kind of with those jerseys and the defense and just the overall aspect of that team, I feel like Justin Herbert should just be playing a little bit better than what he's playing. Right? I'm mean, just well, with all this media char- hype. I think and the like, Chargers is the whole... But like, it's not also, like Justin Herbert is playing with like the uh, Texans. It's not like he's playing with these guys and just losing. That's one thing. But it's like, if you're a Chargers a fan, you're probably like, all right, we got to start winning some games. Like our time is for sure. A good team here. But also, he still, wasn't he wasn't a winner four. in college, which you know is my huge thing, and I keep going back to that because like that's my big thing with Lamar. Is like you know, the, and we've gone on these rants before. Is like the comparison is like you have Sam Darnold who didn't win in college, Josh Rosen didn't win in college, Mitch Trubisky didn't win in college, and you expect them to be winners in the NFL. Justin Herbert's kind of the same thing. Like he has all the talent in the world for sure, but like there is also this like you know, and and the natural thing is to compare everybody to Tom Brady, but Tom Brady wasn't the most talented quarterback. You know what I mean? Like he. 
is what he is he because thick. he finds thick out of school that yeah he finds picture. the edge you know and i and i think obviously comparing justin herbert at this point in his career to being a letdown to, because he's not tom brady is obviously not fair i'm not saying that but like he definitely does need to find an edge there i think where maybe he doesn't have that right now and he's relying too much on his you know skill per se um but yeah you're right i like to look up this has got to be a segment like a winner joey's winners so that's what it's uh well mark that down we'll come back in a couple weeks each year we'll revisit yeah. it too I want that I, you know who i do one. think is a winner he's though just, is he's I been sticking jalen. with my head i think jalen hurts is the winner oh you know who yeah, who i got i got a good one for you Lamar Taylor thing too, Heineke man. told that to me. The, the Ravens need to make a conference championship. Otherwise, I'm kind of getting sick of this crazy Lamar talk. I think that's why I think the, the Ravens front office kind of thick is too. I think, I think that's why they didn't give him the year. contract. And they probably think his legs are going to break. But okay, Taylor Heineke, winner or loser? He's a loser. What? He sucks. He it's sucks. Three, they're like he three literally one with like, him. Aren't they? I okay. Taylor Heineke is like having I don't know how to describe this, like a uh a hand grenade in your hand or something. Like he just sometimes will think like he'll look right. like Tom Brady for a drive, and then he'll look like um flipping who's bad? Uh let's see. Josh Freeman for the Vikings for that one game. I I just I'm trying to think of a quarterback that's gone crazy in my head. Maybe like a Joe Webb or like a Joe I don't know. Chris you guys Tom. get the memo. Like he, he he looks like Tom Brady for a couple of days. You know, like, wow, this guy's gonna be great. And obviously he's got the new kicks every week. He's kind of got some swagger to him. He put the chains on. Way to steal. Really original was, Washington, was, by was. the way. And then. He's just like a ticking time bomb. Like he's gonna he's gonna throw three picks next week. They're three and one with him. Yeah, but he'll throw three picks. Okay. He's like a he's like a he's like a girlfriend that you you're trying to break up with, but you just can't because she just keeps coming back and she keeps like putting the radio. This is a backup, throwing rocks at your window. Okay, Okay, let's let's put it in the comparison of this. Is he the best backup in the NFL? Colt McCoy. Who's a good, who's a good dog? Colt McCoy. Like Colt McCoy. Who got a win this week? Um, Chase Daniel doesn't do anything. Mm-mm. Let's see. Nick Foles. Get a definition of winner. It's probably Nick Foles. I'll give him that. Not oh, a lot of man. people got the nickname Big Dick Nick. Big Dick so Nick. So crazy. Because. Oh man, yeah. Jacoby Brissett? He's a backup. He's not yeah. I don't it's weird. I don't Teddy, know. Teddy Bridgewater. Me. Teddy Bridgewater's up there too. Yeah. Mr. Trubisky, is he back up now? Yeah, technically. Trubisky and Taylor Heineke are like the same thing in my head. No. As Mitch Trubisky as, does not have anywhere near as much upside as Taylor Heineke. Yeah, you're right. Hasn't he had some crazy weekends where people are like, eh, maybe, maybe Trubisky? he's the guy? and then hell no. He doesn't even have plays Nothing. like that. This is why I'm on, this is why I, this is why I'm on first take with these takes I have, right? This is why I'm on ESPN. But uh yeah, he's he's bad. Yeah. Shout out Jordan Love. What he's gonna be about 35 when he plays. No, he's never playing. Like. No, he's dog shit. 
Uh, he got killed by Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, he did. He looked like remember a, that game. He looked like a. Horrible. This is it. Baby, he's like we get to see our our uh, shaking our new starting quarterback. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Which was the best thing that Aaron Rodgers could have? Because if he would have looked good at that part, don't you think that they would have contemplated signing Rodgers as much for as much as they did? But then in their mind, they're yeah, like, yeah. But then they're like, you know what? This guy sucks. We'll just keep him as a backup. Rodgers, here's seven billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, no, we just covered a lot there, folks. You that that right there might be our best. <laughs> we just went from time. one game and just jumped into a winning losing quarterback segment. I mean, that was great. That well, that's what you have to start is, is, is we started with Justin Fields being a winner or a loser and it, a takes loser. You, it, <laughs> it can take you places. Um, yeah. So the, the bears are losers. Uh, they're now in last place in the NFC North. Uh, the Lions overtake them with winning percentage because the Lions have already had their buy um, next game. This was kind of a, a, a. There was other games in the league. Holy yeah. smokes! <laughs> we got quite a few actually. Right. I we gotta just get took back into time. it. Let's go. Um, Take some time there. We can we can buzz through some of these that probably aren't that fun to talk about. Uh, Bron- Broncos Titans. Um, Derrick Henry Titans didn't do seventeen. Anything. Broncos ten. Yeah, Derrick Henry was. Uh, I think this would have been his fifth straight game of over hundred yards, but he only ran for fifty three. Um, I thought Tannehill being back was really important. Um, obviously, we saw Malik Willis be very limited in the passing game, and they just like did just enough. You know, they they ran a flea flicker. Uh, the Westbrook in Heaney had two touchdowns. Um, Russ throws a late game pick. They have literally the Broncos have zero ability to win a close game. Like the, if they like make up a new way every single week to find a way to lose a close game, every single way. And Vrabel is like on the opposite side of it. Like he finds a way every week to just win a game against teams. You know what I mean? Cause like Vrabel's the Titans great. are right. Was an in, unbelievable coach, but you, the, the Titans are right in that spot of like, they're a good ish team, but you don't have them ever beating a good team. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't see them losing to bad teams, but they're not beating good teams. No. If they would beat the Chiefs, that would have been big for them. Um, Dude, as far as this game goes, like, I think, like, the Broncos should fire Nathaniel Hackett. He sucks. Right? Yeah. I, I, but I'm also in the school of thought that I'm starting to believe that, like, Russell Wilson is. Sucks, too. So, so here, I don't know if I, I feel like I've said this before, but I'm just going to re hit on it is. Russell Wilson used to be good enough to act and do the things that he did. And now I don't think he's actually that talented on the field. And now it comes off as like a bad look to his teammates. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying there? Sure. We're like, they used to believe in him. They used to be like, Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's kind of weird. He's, you know, he's corny. He's not yeah, a great leader, but it but works because like, he's winning. It works because he wins. Right. And then you have Pete Carroll who like is kind of like a, a realer Just version, but on gum on the sidelines. Yeah. But he's like a realer version. He's like super happy, positive guy. Like, but it's Pete Carroll, and then Russell Wilson. So together they won. Well, that hit the skids when Russell Wilson wanted to be the man. Now he leaves. Now you have Nathaniel Hackett, who has no identity as a coach, who their coaching staff behind him, like, isn't doing their job. I would say, and which is in in my opinion, like 
and I think that you're going to see this with the Colts, is I think the Colts are going to be set up to be in a really good position the next couple of years because I think people really respect Jeff Saturday in the football community that he will get the opportunity for good coaches to come in there, whereas Nathaniel Hackett doesn't have any good coaches around him. You know what I mean? So it's the, the Nathaniel Hackett show, but he has no experience. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, that's the good side of head coaches is to bring guys in around them. Um, so, yeah, you have Russ not being as good as he was and Nathaniel Hackett running around with his head chopped off, and that leads you to what the Broncos are this year. If Russell right, Wilson goes back to getting fired. If he fleeced that contract, whatever, I don't know, was it four years, three years, like $250 million, whatever they did, and he keeps playing like he is right now, this is like one of the worst contracts of all time. I'm truly just so confused of what's going on with Russell Wilson right now. And it's just so annoying to keep him like the let's ride thing and just all his antics and with the commercials. And he just signed up for all that before the season started. And now when it's just the way the season's folding out, if you're a Broncos fan, you're like, what the heck is going on with this team? It's just like, they have the piece, like the offense. When you look at it on paper with those, like Judy's not bad. KJ Hammer's okay. I mean, what's his face got hurt? Patrick, whatever he went down, but it's just, I just, this is bizarre. Like I haven't seen something like this in the NFL. I can't remember. It's just crazy. Like it's Russell Wilson coming over a new team. There's just so much hype about these guys coming in all the media hype. Nothing like I, I horrible, horrible. And I think it's very similar to the situation. I don't even know what to say. Like the, every time I watch them, like this is such a bad football team. Like well, how? You know, like and, what is going through these guys that they're so bad? Like Russell, like they're you, terrible. Oh my like god! I don't are, know. He's just bad. He doesn't. He looks like they're the worst watch know. in the NFL right now, in my opinion. And it's so brutal because they got all these primetime games. Because obviously, oh, they, so many games. The schedule comes in before, and it just looks so bad. And you assumed that Russell was going to be exciting and this and that. Yeah. And, no, I agree. Um, but I think just to look inside their division too is a team that's similar and maybe not the level of hype that they had um, because like Russell Wilson is an addition as a quarterback and like, you know, he, you know, plays that position is like way more exciting per se than getting Devonte Adams. But like the Raiders, I feel like very similar. Like they're just not very well coached. Um they're blowing it like the Raiders have blown so many leads and I'm talking big leads. They should be good. And like they should be good, be good too. And so should the Broncos though. Right. Like on paper, would you rather have Hackett or McDaniel? Right. But that's one. I think I'd go um, McDaniel. Probably McDaniels. Yeah. Right. They're going to give I him mean, another year. I think, I think they're going to figure some things out over the off season, but I keep bringing De- Devontae Adams. Like, you guys should be winning. But, dude, that's would- <laughs> the thing is, and we can roll into that game too, um, Raiders-Colts. And I think this is just, like, this definition of what the Raiders' problem has been the next, like, the last couple of weeks. Like, last week they lost because they only got Devontae the ball in the first half, and then the second half he was non-existent. Now this week he didn't get the ball, like, at all in the first half, and then they tried to come back in the second half, and it was too late. And he got, like, 100-plus yards in the second half. But it's like, dude, if you just like, again, and this is coming from someone who doesn't understand schemes of offensive play calling all that much, but like, if you target your best player consistently throughout the game, that has to open up other things. And I think you see it very consistently with other offenses. Like, 
Like they have other decent wide receivers. Like, you know what I mean? Like they have Mac Hollins, they have Hunter Renfro, who was good last year. But like you look at teams like the Vikings who who get Justin Jefferson involved right away, those are the games that they go the best, right? I mean, if you get your guy going from the get-go, like all of a sudden the defense has to key in on that guy a lot more than anybody else, and it opens up other parts of your game. So I just don't understand why the Raiders don't consistently just be like, all right, Devontae's our guy. We know we have Josh Jacobs, so we can run the ball and target this guy. It's going to lead for other openings all over the field. And at some point their offense stalls like dramatically in every game, it feels like. Um, I wonder how much Devontae misses Aaron Rodgers and how much Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae Adams. But just the way their seasons have turned out, I bet it's more. I bet you Aaron Rodgers misses, Rogers misses Devontae yeah. more. Yeah, but Devontae's probably kicking himself for leaving. Because I he's think still he, putting up numbers, he's still doing well. But it's just like, yeah. But don't you think he wants to win? I mean, they yeah, they like they're not even kind of winning. This, this team had such high expectations of winning, like they're winning the division. I mean, same with the Broncos too. But it's just. I don't know. That's why I love the NFL. It's chaos. You never thought this was going to happen with those two teams. And it's any given Sunday, man. NFL is bizarre. Sure. So. Uh, Matt Ryan comes back this week, too. He looked He's got wheels. This is serviceable. The, that looked like the like team a, that I predicted that was going to make the AFC championship game before the season. And this is the Matt Ryan I thought was going to be Matt Ryan. And Jonathan Taylor showed up. So well, can just I hate stick to with break that. it to you, but they're not out of it. I know. Crazy hey, as it is, they're five. AFC four and championship one. game really helped my cause out too. Um, so that would be sweet. I know they're into it, and it's just crazy to think like two weeks ago or whenever we talked about how much we bashed them and saying this is like one of the worst football teams ever. But they're they're still right there. If they play like that and they just have this Jeff Saturday high and they just keep going, that would be pretty crazy to see this team make the playoffs and kind of give some people a scare. I think it could. They got the pieces, happen. dude. They got that O line. They got the defense. Matt Ryan could just be 2017, maybe 2018. I don't even know. You don't need to be MVP, Matt Ryan, but just. Well, and the big pieces where they got Jonathan win. Taylor going again this week. You know yeah, what I mean? Like him, he was. Get he Jonathan worked, Taylor the ball. Let him do his looked, thing. Uh, Make no, him he hit, looked awesome. But that also, O-line. don't you. What do you think about this, though? So, Jeff Saturday, obviously being a center, like a head coach coming in who was an offensive lineman, do you think that gave their offensive line like a spark? Yeah, had to that him, right? fired them up. They're like, hell yeah. I feel like their offensive this. line has been pretty sus all year. Like, yeah, I think that's why they brought Matt Ryan in originally. They're like, our offensive line is going to be good enough where Matt Ryan isn't going to be Just expected to do that much. Have to throw it 30 times. No, be that mobile either. Because they were crazy. good. They were good as a, like a rush, a rushing pass or a running block and as well as passing block. So, and they struggled in both of them this year. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Jeff Saturday gives him a spark. <laughs> and I, I like uh, I liked his uh speech and everything and sick cool. speech. And he used dude cool. so many times. Or bro or man. He used something along those lines, like every the, other the word. The media was bashing him, man. There's some coaches and like that old coach for the Steelers, what's his name? Chris, I can't remember Gower? his name, but uh Cal- yeah, he was bashing on him and saying all these assistants didn't get the opportunity. I I thought it was cool. I was like, screw it. Dude, Jim Mercer is like, you know what? This is my team. I'm going to hire whoever the hell I want to hire. And it's cool. I think it's cool. I also thought like Jeff said, like, yeah, it, it does seem crazy. Um, I guess to go from like in, being an ESPN analyst um, to a NFL head coach, like that does seem like an absolutely crazy jump for sure. But like, 
you also got to remember who Jeff Saturday was during his career. And like being a center on the team, like I feel like you have to be like such a knowledge, like not that any position, you know, both sides of the ball, you know, offense and defense. Like you see the whole thing. Everything runs through you is you don't like, and I'm not saying there's certain positions that know the sport better than others, but like maybe there is like the quarterbacks, like are probably going to understand like a lot, you know what I mean? And so I, I think, also, like as a center, like you just there's certain things like you lead the offense, but you have like more than one. Like you just have a lot of like traits of a head coach. I feel like delegation, like just certain things that like. Um. So I feel like he could he could be really good, and I hope he is. So like far, he's one and all. Great head of hair too. And and truthfully, with cool that hair. roster going into the season, like after last year, like them barely missing the playoffs. Like you thought that this team was like bound for the playoffs again and their season isn't really over. You know, they're not over because AFC championship game. That would be crazy. Well, like think about it too, is that you look at their conference, like who they have to play the rest of the way. Like obviously the Eagles this week, which is a tough game. But then after that, like Steelers, Oh my gosh. No, I just take it back. They have a brutal schedule. They play. Uh, they already play played all their conference games or divisional games, pretty much. They have Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers, Giants, Texans. <laughs> this team is not making the playoffs. Colts aren't making the playoffs. Screw them. They're bad. Making the playoffs. Should we, hire Jeff Saturday. We might get a new guy in there. We should delete that whole segment we just had. Forget anything we just said. Oh my god! Yeah, no, they're done. Um, Good season, Indy. Yeah, so one you can you can add the you can add the Colts into the Raiders, Texans, Jags. Tank, Saints, tank for Carolina, and Rams. All dead to me. Uh, let's roll into a team that I think has life. And I don't feel great about this team having life, but Steelers. Uh, no. You're crazy. TJ Watt, yeah, he comes back. Yeah, they're on Joey's but, okay, but, 5-0 pick'em week. Before you get into it, no, Jacob. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to do my rant. What here do you mean it's the Pittsburgh Steelers? Tomlin hasn't had a losing season. My point is I don't is I'm talking care. About they're playing back. with nothing. This team is bad. You know it. They're okay. not going to get hot. They're going to lose by 40, whoever they play next. Let me give you Let me give you a couple things to think about here. Okay, so you're going to make this sound a lot smarter than I am, but I just had to disagree with you or something. No, no, no. Steelers. No, this isn't going to sound that smart. This is surface-level football talk, and I don't act like I'm some <laughs> football genius. My one thing Played is TJ years. Watt. TJ okay. Watt. I'll Two give you that. is a healthy TJ Watt. And my don't third... mention TJ Watt in his third damn thing. <laughs> You're going to mention TJ Watt, aren't it's you? It's TJ Watt again. Okay. Dude, okay. they win so much when he's there. And you can't tell me it's any different. The defense Wait, plays they, a completely different style of football when he's out there. Because they played it the takes Saints. so much pressure. I know. But it was a good warm-up game for him. He looked rusty. He said his legs were, weren't under him. Najee Harris if, gets going again. 100 yards by Najee. Pickett doesn't yeah, throw any th- picks. What, what if they win the next three him? games... I'll get a I'll get a Pittsburgh Steelers tattoo. That's the only way they're back, Jacob. If they win their next three games, they have the Bengals, Colts, Falcons. If they can somehow get those three wins against those three teams, I will. They maybe go three and zero. They have to go three and zero in my my head. I'm talking about them getting above five hundred. Tomlin has a Tomlin is his career has never gone under five hundred. Think about that. They are three and six right now. They have eight games left. Correct? No. All right, we're making yes. our first bet. Eight games. I don't think they're going 500. What are we going to do here? You think they're staying under 500? 
I think this is the year they stay under 500. All right, let me look at their schedule. Well, I need I need some I'm sort looking of at their schedule. odds on this. I could care less. They could play a JV team on the last week here, and I'll still think they Bengals, go. Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Panthers. Oh, there's a lot of wins in that schedule, There Joe. is, but they're not going to do it because I just called my shot. So they'd have to finish 9-8, and eight, which means they would have to go 6-2 and two to finish the year. So they only have two losses in there. Listen to what you just said there, Jake. I'm not telling six and two to end the year. Ooh, that is a heater. Um, That's a heater. Six and two. Okay. But it's Kenny Pickett. It's not LeBron James. It's Kenny Pickett. It's not LeBron James. It's a good point. Uh, okay, but if we make this. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm not backing down. If we make this bet. I need so I need because because the odds are not in my favor here. I'm not doing a straight up one for one type of bet here. Like you know what I mean? Five grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, let dude. I'm gonna look this up. We can I'm jump gonna, back onto it to a new episode. We don't have to place our bet. We can think of it too. We don't no, no, no. To. That's what I'm saying is I'm gonna go look up the actual odds for for the the Steelers to go over 500, and then I'll come back to you in Thursday's episode and we'll reconvene about that. Okay. See, that will get the listeners to come back to Thursday. Um, We're doing our first circle in the sewer bet. Uh, Five grand. That was not our first bet. It's our first bet against each other. Yep. Five grand. We've bet back-to-back. We bet back-to-back weeks. No, no, I guess we took a week off for Jets, and they came through both times. Think about that. We both both have to get a jersey. They won on the bye. We're getting that jersey. Yep, They did win the bye. Speaking of that. Yeah, they won the bye. They win everything. They're the goddamn Jets. The only way they could have won the bye more is if the Dolphins would have lost, but that didn't happen. No, they would have been first place. But if the Jets beat the Patriots this upcoming weekend, they aren't first place because the Dolphins need a bye still. And they beat the Dolphins. Not a big deal. Jets are 4-0 on the road, With a a third-string quarterback. But yeah, you're right. We do have to buy Jets jerseys. Did we talk about that at the beginning of the podcast? We're recording at that point yet? No. That was not. Okay, we're for not recording those that didn't yet. know, um, I when I talked to you guys last going into that Bills game, I said I'm getting a uh, a Jets jersey no matter what if we beat the Bills. Well, no, you had a bet a couple weeks ago. Remember? What was that one too? I don't remember who they had to beat, but they had to beat somebody. And you said I'm going to buy a sauce jersey if they win, and they did win. And then remember last week, I was like, if they beat the Bills, I'll buy. That's a right. Sauce that was jersey. your point. That, that was, was my your bet. point. So we're yeah. both getting Jets jerseys. Okay, correct. Well, you. How about you get Sauce, and I'm going to get Garrett Wilson. Does that work? Because yeah, I just like the number 17. I don't know why. I just thought it would be cool on a jersey. So I'll get Garrett Wilson. You get Sauce. We're going to get Sauce is number one, right? Yeah, he's one. Yeah, that's sick. What color are you going to get? I'm going to get green. Dude, I wanted to say Sauce on it, though. I was I thinking might... <laughs> you can do the customized thing. Dude, I should. It's $40, I think, extra. I think that's, that, that might be like, worth it, though. It would be cool. Number one sauce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know I might have to get one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm doing that. Okay. Um, that sounds a lot So remember that when you order them for us. I'm going to Venmo you for them, but I, I'm i doing okay. the sauce. I want sauce number one. Just get saucers and just get that's number so one sick. sauce. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a lot more people. We might have to get on matching that. ones, though. I know. I think if we do matching, we got to get green. It's just the Jets. You, think of you the don't Jets, want the black one? Green. I know, but it's just like the Jets. The Jets okay, are green. Fair. All right. right. Well, you can choose the color. I'm saying I'll they have to the say sauce number one on them. Um, all right. The Saints, we don't need to talk about. They suck. Saints I suck. The only thing I want is Jameis. 
we, yeah, we what are they tired, doing? We were tired of Who's our coach? Dennis Dalton. Allen. He sure. He sucks too, man. If you're a Saints fan, there's just nothing well. Alan Kamara is going to get traded, I bet, in the Okay, well, well, how about this? Is Sean Payton coming back? Yeah, not to the Saints. Really? What if they draft if CJ Stroud, Bryce Young? Jeff Saturday sucks. He's going to the Colts. Sean Payton? Yep. No, Sean Payton's going somewhere else. He's not going to the Colts. Jeff Saturday is going to be the coach there for at least one more year. He he will get all of next season. I promise okay, you. Who's going to need a coach? Now we're going through a coaching carousel. Um, I got to call my shot. Paxons? Cleveland, nope. no, because they're waiting for Deshaun to come back. Um, Texans could be. Like I think we've said, he's what if a they ha- What if Denver fired Hackett and hired him? Sean Payton. Yeah. No, you know who I. You know what? Why I hope happens? I hope. Staley gets fired and Sean Payne goes to the Chargers. Talk about your boy Herbert. Staley just kind of looks like a, a dweeb. Sorry if you're listening, Staley. He's just <laughs> and I'm 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 not a mean person, but I don't like to make fun of people, but he's he kind of just looks a little weird. He's five and four. Well, he's a he's I, an analytics guy. Yeah, you don't want a stat guy running the locker room. You gotta oh. you need a big tough manly Stan man that Campbell. drives a dodge. Staley, I bet, drives a Tesla and shops at Whole Foods all the time. Yeah, he is. He's a Whole Foods son of a Saturday, bitch. Saturday, he's he a drives Whole a Dodge Foods and smokes cigarettes and, and shoots a gun in the air and just shoots it. No, no, he's after he's his morning coffee. A shotgun in the back seat where he just shoots birds when he's just driving around. Just pumping them out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think, I think the biggest hot seats are Hackett. And McDaniel's, don't you think? For I know it's carousel? just a one-year thing. Yeah, it's the only thing that's I. Yeah, but both of those s- teams should be. They good suck. It's just the, they've just started out. So that's the only thing that's holding me against it. But yeah, they should fire him. I, I just think if, if it goes this bad, like if Kevin O'Connell doesn't win the Super Bowl, we should fire him. Right? No chance. <laughs> he's gonna be here. He's, I, he's gonna be here for the next fifty years. Their savior. Uh, what's the next game we go to? Let's do Chiefs Jags. Um, Juju got knocked out. That was crazy. Um, Kadarius Tony, our boy with the New York tattoo, just first NFL touchdown. touchdown. I was um, I saw that jumping on that Juju. Juju got knocked uh, as my longest yard reference here. He got knocked the fuck out. Like bad bird named Ronnie. Well, tell yeah, Ronnie he, you got knocked the fuck out. He got smoked. Uh, Kadarius Tony. I saw a stat that that was the most wide open a receiver was, with, I think, in the last five years is what I saw, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> that was the most open a wide receiver has been statistically through some stats. That's insane. In the last five years. Good for him, though, I mean, to yeah. get that open, right? Did you know that was his first career touchdown? I, that's what I said. I, I, oh, I missed that. that. Sorry. Um, no, but I, I didn't until I, I was looking. I was doing. I they some, met with the Chiefs. I'm like, yeah, that's because it's his first game. But then you think about it. You got Daniel he Jones. He, okay. And he's played six minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, fair enough. He, this is his second season in the NFL, and he like didn't even play at all last year. If I'm out there, I'm getting at least five tutties in my first six games. But hell yeah. That's a different um, story we'll have. Jags, on the other side of this, the Jags are, they're just. They're just the Jags. They're just yeah. going to keep 
Doug Peterson will coach there for two and a half, maybe three years. He's going to go retire, get a house in Daytona, and then the Jags are going to get the Jags. Um, Jacks or Trevor Lawrence is probably going to get traded year six. I want to say to like the, the Texans. I don't know. Like this guy's career is not going to end up finishing no, off. He's going to end up in Jacksonville. Something's going to happen. They're going to trade their entire defense. Like they always do. They give like Trayvon Walker, the guy that just got drafted first, he'll be on the Steelers in three years. I bet they just, it, they need to move that team. I've said this so many times, you guys, what do I tell you? What do I tell you? A team doesn't win with a pool in the stadium. I'll say it every week. I'll say it every week. They're going to move the team. It's just who doesn't have an NFL team that should have one. They should move the Jacksonville Jaguars to let me use my, uh, my U S map geography lesson here. I'm going to look at my map. You're going to pick. I was going to say, you can guess. Don't say it. No, no, don't say it. Killing time. This, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Nike. Just do it. So let's see here. They're in Jacksonville. If I was that owner, whoever it is, the guy with the cool mustache, too, mm-hmm. shout out to him. Um, hmm. Let's see here. They have a team. They have a team. Oh, okay. Wait. I'm going to say. There's a couple options. There's a couple like. options. Not like crazy options, but. Okay, one. Actually, this might be the only one. I can't even think of it. I'm going to say St. Louis. Back to St. Louis. Interesting. Just get a team. I mean, just because of the Blues and the Cardinals and the history that they've had. So that wasn't what you were thinking. What about the Rams just leaving? Because here's my thing. In my opinion, the Rams. That's a sports town, too, though. That's the thing. The Rams and Chargers should have never left their cities. No, and if LA was going to get a the Chargers team, left San Diego. It's the coolest, one of the coolest cities in the country. Why would if you LA was going to get a team? They should have got a new team, in my opinion. As in, start a whole new franchise. Is what you're saying? Yeah, like the if Los the, Angeles if they were gonna do an expansion, or I don't know. You're I thinking thought. they sh- we should move the Jags to to Oakland. No <laughs> wait, Vegas has a team already too. Um, if I was going to go St. Louis, man, otherwise maybe Salt Lake City. That's what I was thinking. Okay, that's the I when I was looking at the West Coast, that could be kind of interesting because I mean, can't just I feel like they're like a weird jazz your whole life. Town. So. I was watching the um, the Last Dance Oklahoma again last City. night, and the jazz fans are sick. And I would have to imagine that Utah football, like Utah football, is huge. Like think about the fa- BYU has a ton of fans, and Utah has a ton of fans. Like yeah, it's where my starting quarterbacks from. Like, yeah, baby, read, read champions over there. But I'd like Utah. I think I would respect the Jazz more if there's another professional sports team there too. Salt Lake City's sick, by the way. I drove through there on the way out what, here. What are you just giving us the whole spiel here? You guys I'm can't see this. He's just doing a mile my, pose. My back was hurting me, so I had to lay down. I need to. Uh, I need to go to Salt Lake City. Aren't they? Aren't the? Aren't the fans kind of crazy? That's what I was. Dude, that's what I was just saying. I know. I know. You're in like, your own world. I, th- I thought you were saying like as far as like good fans, like pretty. Pretty wild, I should that's say. That's what I'm saying, though. But that's what you need. That's what the Buffalo Bills fans are crazy. They got so much uh, testosterone built up. If you can see, you know, just a yeah. lot going on in Utah, and they just want to well, let it out. there's not a lot going on in Utah. There's not a lot going on in Utah. They want to <laughs> You know what I'm out. saying? They, they, yeah. Bonk, bonk alert right there. But uh, Yeah, no kidding. That could be cool. They just got to 
Back to our story. Just move the Jacksonville Jaguars out of the yep. city of Jacksonville. Move Jacksonville. I'll That's why that. I bet the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Until they have a crazy game like the Bills and the Vikings, I'll continue to say this. Just move the team or get rid of the goddamn pool. Let's just let's just do with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Every time, every single week, that is all I will say. If even Jacksonville Jaguars fans don't even like the Jaguars, they don't even like their self for liking the Jaguars. That's true, actually, because they don't already like themselves for if living If you listen to this podcast, name DM me one Jaguars fan that you know. I swear to God, I haven't met one. You know why? Because there is none. They don't. They, those are fake people that they sell to come into their game. You My cousins are from Jacksonville. They don't like the Jaguars. I, I'm pretty sure I... Do they live in Jacksonville? Uh, my uncle and aunt do, and then cousin Kevin and... He lives in Nashville, and then cousin Kate lives in Nashville's South Carolina. Sick though, but they were they're from New York. Like they, it's they're New York, like greatest city in the world. They're gonna cheer for the New York teams. They're probably Jets fans. All right, not a big deal. But back to it. Screw the Jaguars. Screw you the got Jaguars. your golf courses. Stick to golf. Yeah, facts. Moving on. Sorry, you guys. Uh, sorry. No, Joe always has to get that off his chest. We always have to carve out a, a, cool a good segment for the for Jacksonville. Uh, we got Giants Texans. Uh, this was just the Saquon show. Um, Brian Dable just keeps finding ways to win. Um, nothing too crazy out of this team, but he he understands, I think, what he has in Daniel Jones, and he just gave the ball to Saquon 35 times, uh, ran for like 160 yards, and they made a couple explosive passing plays, and you had Daniel Jones go 14 for 17 for 195 yards, and when you control the clock, I feel like that much and run the ball 35 times with Saquon Barkley, like you're going to win a lot of games. And when you play the Texans, you're for sure going to win a lot of games. Um, So that's pretty much all I had on that game. Uh, I guess that giants and Titans are kind of very similar. How their coaching staff is ran. Um, Just give their running back the ball 55 times. You'll probably end up winning the game. Said this before too. a healthy Saquon Barkley is one of the most exciting players to watch in the NFL. Um, Shout out to sticky meatballs. You're killing it on my fantasy team. So Continue for that. We've said this too. The state of New York is buzzing when both their football teams are playing well. Um, the Giants are going to probably end up making the playoffs and probably winning over 10 games. So that is pretty crazy to think. Daniel Jones, um, I don't really, it's not doing anything crazy, not doing anything stupid. So I'll give that. It's the Texans How about this well. comparison? Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones this year and his ceiling, and to further our comparison, is Ryan Tannehill with a little bit more speed. Daniel Jones? Yeah. Probably. It's a good like one. Daniel Jones makes up for his limited passing. I think Daniel Jones run. has a better ceiling than Tannehill. I think there's what? I think he could be better than Tannehill. What makes anything you've seen from Daniel Jones over the last couple of years think that he could be better than Tannehill? Because Tannehill started off in the Dolphins and they didn't do shit. Right? Did they make Correct. the playoffs when he was in Miami? No. So like this whole aspect of um Daniel Jones and getting this winning team, I they have to make the playoffs now. And if they do at least win one game, I both, yeah, Daniel Jones, I think it's going to be better than Ryan Tannehill. What, just, just because he's going to run better than him? Because he's not Ryan a better Tannehill. pass than Tannehill, is he? Would you, would you want Ryan Tannehill or Daniel Jones? Who would I rather have? Right now. Tannehill. I think I'll take Daniel Jones. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Okay. Respect, but that's crazy. I think I'd have Daniel Jones. You are right? so that is such a biased recency bias, though. I think I about this. I'm thinking of the legs. Season, you're right. 
before this season, you you're gonna tell me you take Daniel Jones over Ryan. Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill is boring. You know they just give the ball to Derrick Henry, and that's the only re- like if there wasn't Derrick Henry, the he Titans has no wide receivers. Neither does well, Daniel Jones. AJ Brown there? No, oh, that's oh, that's actually really true. Good call. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta love, gotta give some love to Daniel Jones. They got Darius Slayton, who's the only one making catches over that there. Is they just crazy. traded Tony. He has nobody either. Galladay sucks. Yeah, he doesn't even play. Kenny Galladay doesn't even know he's on the Giants anymore. No, he played the was it last week or the week yeah. before? He's that and was he dropped his the first ball? game that he's he done dropped anything. the ball. He, yeah, he dropped the ball playing time. Drop yeah. that drop pass is about three million dollars with his contract. So literally, actually, way more because it's like twenty nine because he hasn't played at all. Um, so yeah, back to your point. I will give Daniel Jones. Yes, he can run the. I'm ball. I'm not saying we like shouldn't that. give Daniel Jones credit. I just think that Tannehill he, gets nah, swept under the rug. He's not Mahomes. Like, how is Tannehill that much different than Jimmy Garoppolo? That's a very good subject, too. Jimmy G or Tannehill, who would you rather have there? Because that, to me, is very similar. Like, they're Jimmy both Jimmy G just is the guy that... Good defense good, project, good coach good, teams. But Jimmy Garoppolo looking. has a ton more weapons around him. If he wasn't good-looking, he would... I'd hate him. I'd just hate him. Yeah, I mean, D- Derrick Henry has, I guess, made Tannehill a couple well, contracts, see. I have to say. But... Who does so the Giants play this... Upcoming week, the Bears. I think there's something to be said about that, though. Okay, but that's a that's a storyline to keep your eyes on, folks. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo, all right around the same level? Question mark this year. That's yeah. That's a that's a good conversation right there. Look Actually, I, I think we should take Garoppolo out of it because Garoppolo has a ton of weapons now. No, he's got an unbelievable team. Yeah, he's got, he's got like four of the best offensive weapons. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and McCaffrey, and Elijah Mitchell, if you want to count him. I could like I Juwan could, Jennings well, is I better could, than I anything. could bring the Niners to the Super Bowl with that team. He doesn't do anything. Like, imagine if he was throwing five touchdowns. This team wouldn't lose a game. Well, they don't want him to. It's all short passes, handoffs, and screens. <laughs> and they get it done. Speaking of which, that's we can roll into the 49ers in. game. Their defense looked awesome again, huh? Yeah, they came back. Well, they shut out the Chargers in the second half, only to 56 total points. Um, I After the Chargers went down the field on that opening drive and scored, I thought the Chargers were going to win, and this was a game I almost, almost only counts in handguns and horseshoes, people. So I almost picked this as one of my bets. They did cover at seven, so that would have been nice, but I really thought the Chargers needed no, to win didn't. this game. Yeah, it was seven. Was it 22-16. It's only six. No, wasn't the spread seven? Oh, you seen the chart? You would have picked the Chargers. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 Correct. I almost picked the Chargers, but I went with the Commanders because knew that was going to happen. So. Um, oh, so you went six and oh is what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, in my head. <laughs> I you don't have that one on paper. In my head. Well, I went five and two then, so if okay. we're going to count that, but still not See? six and oh, but whatever. Um, um, <laughs> but I the Chargers Chargers need to win this game. I said earlier with Justin Herbert, like they're just kind of. I don't know. They just need to win more games to just be more dominating of a team, especially with that offense and just the aura that they have around this team and just the flashy jerseys and it's LA and everyone thought they're going to be better, but you're right. San Francisco showed up with their defense. They still have that same defense, which is crazy, which will probably get them to a conference championship game, which you predicted, which is probably going to happen um, if everyone just stays healthy. And that's their biggest thing. If they stay healthy and Jimmy G doesn't throw a touchdown or doesn't throw an interception, this team's going to be very good. And they're they're buzzing. They got that McCaffrey. He came over. 
that offense is scary. The defense is scary. They're the, they got a good chance of making a run. I'll say that. Yeah. I think that's just like your biggest fear as a 49ers fan is that like Garoppolo will mess it up. Um, yeah. Because like, that's kind of like all he has to do is to not mess it up, to be honest. Like, yeah, but even now I feel like they have so much depth that like, even if a guy goes down for a couple weeks, like they should be all right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I was a little uh, underwhelmed. I know the Chargers defenses can be good at times because they have a ton of talent, like we've always said. But uh, Chargers are just, they just haven't, no, he has nobody to throw the ball to right now. No. Um, yeah, he's playing with scraps, but. But 196 passing yards, a touchdown and a pick, and a 37 QBR, like, it's not crazy good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not um, ideal. I'll, no. I'll say that. But. Chargers are five and four. There's there's definitely still in it. Um San Francisco is now five and four. Uh do you feel like they're gonna eventually catch Seattle? Yes. Yeah. I think does the, Seattle make the playoffs at this point now? Yep, I think they get that last wild card spot. What are they at? Three right now? I think they jump from three to seven. And I think they end up playing the Minnesota Vikings. The Seahawks in the first round. <laughs> Wouldn't that sound great? Because right now we're not playing 49ers. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Uh, I yeah, agree. That's I what I was saying. I think, I think for- San Fran wins this division and Seattle gets that wild card spot. Okay, this is this is the only other thing. Do you think there is some crazy long shot that the Packers have turned it around? No, which will move into that. Saw this too. No, no, don't, don't let your melt. Don't let yourself think that either. Nah, I don't. I don't. Hey, hey, whoa! Watch what you're saying there, buddy. <laughs> I didn't say this. I was posing as a good host of the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was just me posing a question. Don't do this to us, man. Do not let. No, um, no. Carry on. I'm sorry. Packers still dead. Is what you're saying? Packers are dead, Jake. They're yeah, dead. They're so dead. They're dead. so dead to me. Uh yeah. No, I, I can, I, I concur with that. I. The Seahawks team, I don't know if I trust it, which I have no reason not to trust it from what I've seen. You know, they lost either. one game, which is whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just because they the lost six and Tampa. three scares me that they're just six and three, and that's what's telling my head that they're going to make it. Right. But in my heart, deep down, if this was a relationship, I would break up with them right now. Ooh. If that makes sense. Okay. So you don't think they should give Gino a contract? No, no. You think you don't think it's? I think, think they think let. Still I think, is he, what is he on a one year right now? I would give him another one year, and draft someone. Make him prove it again. Interesting. Yep. Give him that seven hundred fifty thousand contract. That might like Buffalo Bills contract is what I call it. <laughs> would you want Gino? Dude, okay, but no, no, but like I feel like that's again. It's just like the classic like. Who's going to well, play quarterback? Well, not that you don't have another option right now because you're not going to put Drew Locke in there. But also, like, he has looked good this year. Don't get me wrong. So he had one bad week, which I feel like everybody's going to be quick to go back to. But um, speaking the other side of that, Packers did win 31 28, which is the reason that people have been posing that question over the Cowboys. Um, I was super upset about this game for many reasons. One, the Packers won. Nobody wants that. Two, 
Aaron Rodgers had that stupid like smirk on his face and said just some flair. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but the other side of it is that uh, the the Cowboys were up by fourteen. I just needed them to win by four and a half, and they blew the game and didn't even win. Yeah, that that pissed me off. I thought that they were going to win 14? for sure. Fourteen. Yeah, you. <laughs> In right. the second half, dude, they were up fourteen going into the fourth quarter. And I've said this in the past too, Dak Prescott. If you want this team to get the NFC Championship, all you have to do is throw it for 250 yards and two touchdowns. And he ended up throwing three touchdowns and two picks. You can't throw those interceptions, Dak. Now he's getting the same old Dak treatment as Dak the guy. Blah blah blah. It's just like he just can't do anything crazy. Hear me out. Do you think defense is still good? I think they the same offense that they did with Cooper Rush, just with Dak Prescott. Yes. So why do they refuse to do that? Why do they refuse? Like, why do they force themselves to run spread offense and throw the ball 46 times with Dak? When Dak has yet to prove to you that he is this crazy quarterback. Yes. Yes. So right. So right, Jake. They literally need to run that same offense that they had with Cooper Rush. Just put Dak Prescott there. And if he can't do it. Fuck that should just like elevate. Cooper Rush play quarterback because he was winning games and it's pissing me off because I picked the Cowboys to get to the well, yeah, I there's my sneaky link that they could do it. So I kind of have them in the back of my head. But ultimately, like I don't care. Like my NFC championship was the No, I did pick them, didn't I? I'm an idiot. I picked up Bucks. I don't know if we have, get, I I don't up, know if we have record. I mean we have I think I picked up Bucks but... versus the Cowboys in the NFC championship game. And then Bucks make the Super Bowl, but Ooh, that's a fucking stinker of a pick. It might work because I'm pretty damn good at this, but um, <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys just don't. They're just shooting themselves in the foot. Let's just say that they they they're just shooting themselves in the foot. They have the defense. We know how good their defense is. Dak, he's like a, I don't. Dude, he just, sucks under pressure. Like under pressure of a game, under pressure of a situation, like late it's in the game. Not games. that good. It's just it's frustrating. And I'm not a Cowboys fan, so if you're listening to this, don't make it seem like I'm getting down on myself. Like I really could care less about the Cowboys. I just had them projected in my head. But um, the problem is, is that the Cowboys like fan, you're probably really dude, pissed off. But he just, yeah, he, he doesn't like have it. For. Whatever it is, he doesn't have that. Yeah, we have it. Like we, yeah, we're, we're geniuses yeah. over here. That's we're why. So smart. Uh, he doesn't have it. Mm-mm. It's like there's like. Like if he was, think about this. Think about this: is if he was younger, people would be having the question like, "Is he a guy or not?" Right? But he's already gotten paid, so everybody just assumes he's a guy. But I don't think he's a guy. No, he's not the guy. Like, would you rather have him or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins, exactly. Right? Crazy. I think a lot of people, like, if you would have said that years ago, people would be like, "What?" Because Dak just had a really good r- rookie year, and it f- and it changed the course of his career, which is pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Because that Dallas team's rookie year was yeah. really good, and Zeke was a monster, and Mo- and Zeke still is good. But Pollard can take the workload, and they can just run the ball. I don't know. I think on the other side is you see the Packers finally going to what they should have been doing, which is giving Aaron Jones twenty four carries and AJ Dillon thirteen carries. And they ran for 207 yards, which basically led to Aaron Rodgers being able to take the shots down the field um, through play action, through 
um, I guess, you know, the, the defense pushing guys up towards the box to having more guys uh, around the line of scrimmage. And Christian Watson has four catches, 170 yards and three touchdowns, um, which is Randy Moss stats right there. Yeah. Pretty close, which is crazy um, after the season that he's had and the, I guess kind of the heat that he's taken, obviously dropping a catch um, first game of the season, really put a bad rep on his name. I feel like, but was that that game? He, uh, yeah. I mean, Rogers only threw the ball 20 times, 14 completions, 224 yards and three touchdowns. Like that to me seems like the recipe for them a little bit right now until they get another number one wide receiver, you know, maybe Christian Watson can turn into that. Um, he's not going to be on Devonte Adams level by any means, but like their ability to run the ball definitely opens up their passing game to take shots and to do what Aaron Rodgers loves to do. Right. Um, so unfortunately we saw that in the second half, which I think paid off for them to run the ball as much as they did early in the game to, to open that up. Uh, but the Packers are dead, right? They're dead. They're dead. Don't let them get in your head just because they won this game against the Cowboys who just need to simplify the game more. Packers are dead. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there. He's screaming at his coach, Christian Watson. That's the one game he's going to have this year. He won't catch a touchdown the rest of the season. Um, screw the Packers. That's all I have to say. I don't like them. I think their team actually sucks. This is not me, be, me being biased because I'm a Vikings fan, but Packers suck. They're bad. They will finish the season with seven wins. Seven wins. They're going to get three more. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, next game first. we had was Cardinals-Rams. <clears throat> this was a battle of the backups. Battle of the backups. Um, I was all over this one. Um, I so to me, this was this was still a Cardinals. I like if Kyler and Stafford would have played, I still would have picked the Cardinals. Um, it felt like the Cardinals were almost trending in the right direction, and a game against like a really bad team like the Rams would have been perfect for them. I felt like, but then they had Colt McCoy playing against John Wolford, which was like even more perfect. So, who the hell uh, is John Wolford? Took them plus three and a half. That sounds like an author who wrote like seven Harry Potter books. (laughs) Uh, This was in LA, which just isn't a home game anymore. So yeah, this was Colt McCoy kind of balling. D-Hop playing super well again. Um, They finally get like Rondell Moore more involved, uh, which I thought was good. I shouldn't say they finally. Colt McCoy did because Kyler will still probably just go back to only throwing the ball to D-Hop because that seems like the only thing that he can do. Um. On the other side, L.A. can't run the ball, still can't run the ball. Um, Cooper Cup gets hurt. So he's, I think, done for at least the he's out four weeks. future. Yeah. He's out four um, weeks. His ankle got blown up. Higby was their leading receiver as a tight end. Um, they have nothing. The Rams are – it's They're it's done. crazy how fast they became so relevant from last year, which I feel like everybody's talking about. But, like, I feel like nobody's talking about them anymore, and I don't think anybody should because there's – like, realistically, like, looking at their roster, like, from a production standpoint, like, they have they have one of the worst rosters, I think, in the NFL this season. And They stink. Yeah. If the Rams play the Jags right now, who'd win? Rams. Both terrible. Hate Rams. the Jaguars. Hate the Jaguars. Hey, but uh, dude, it, Jag- Jaguars, Texas. I, the Rams are done. They're going to be done because they're Cooper Cup's out. If he wasn't out, they could maybe make a run back at this. But I think they're. I think they're done. I don't think they could. OBJ is not going to sign yeah. back with them. I think they're kind of just having the Super Bowl hangover. They're like, we won the Super Bowl. It's all right. 
Is McVay going to retire? Whenever Aaron Donald goes, those two, that whole core is going to follow each other. When once they're all Don't done, you think it could be done. this year? I, I, yeah, Broncos or something, but he could. Which isn't Sean McVay like thirty? Yeah, he seems like he's going to do Sean Payton and retire, do Amazon right. for like a year, to, and then come back. Yeah, go to the Bahamas, play some golf, and then come back. Yeah, but I would say from this game is what I took away is that the Rams are done, and the Cardinals want you to think that they might be back. But I said that two weeks ago. I think they're still done. They have the Niners and the Chargers next. Don't let this fool you that they beat the Rams and that they're four and six. And you're, if you're a Cardinals believer, you see that four and six and you go, we're going to win two games. We're going to be 500, maybe get that last wild card spot. No, no, no. You're done. I, agree I said this two weeks ago. Cards I was on with you guys and you guys needed to get me a win. You didn't get me a win. Shout out to D Hop. He's been balling out for me. And I was like, okay, maybe that's, that's what they needed. And he's been playing well. He's been doing well. But this is going to be the same old. I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired before the season ends. And both these teams are just going to sit at the bottom of that division. This was just a wash of a game. It just sucks because I thought the Cardinals could make a push, but I just generally don't think they do. Just kind of what their schedule set up. Just not the Cardinals year. I think they're going to get rid of Kingsbury. They're going to bring someone in. They might. I don't know. They're just, they just need a little reboot. I think in Arizona. Yeah, I think they, I think they need, need a new coach. Um, because they definitely, like we've said before, that they've tied their whatever you want to call it to Kyler with the contract. So they kind of have to move off Kingsbury because they can't really move off Kyler. Um, last game of the week, I believe this is the last one, uh, Commanders-Eagles. I think we covered all the other ones, right? Uh, um, Yeah. And I think we kind of talked about this with the Taylor Heineke um, thing. He... Throws for 211 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. But he took a very, very, very crucial roughing the passer penalty that, <laughs> that sealed so... him the game, which uh, for those of you that didn't see, I thought this was up there for one of the worst calls of the year. Um, it makes sense. Agree? Okay, so you when agree? you see that call, it, it makes sense that like when I was watching it live and as soon as I saw that happen, I'm like, oh, yeah, flag. I knew that was going to happen. But then like as you watch that, you're like, you got to be kidding me. Like, come on, NFL. Like, as as when I was watching that game and I saw it happen, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's going to be a flag. And then it happens. Like, yep, should have done that. But then I saw that replay and I'm like, you, I, wow, they just lost the game off of that. Like, Couple Brandon Graham, that was, that was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. dumb but, yes. like, I'll give that to him. Like, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have got himself in the first place. But it's like, he didn't rip the guy's head off or anything. It's not like well, he no, he just dove to down but, him. Like he didn't actually yeah. try to tackle him. He literally was just going to put two hands right? on him. I, if it's one thing, if you need the guy in the face, just do something crazy and he maybe gets hurt, but it's like, he was just trying to touch the guy. And I don't think this is going to be like duck, duck, great duck and tap the guy. My in the head issue and the play is going to be done. I've never seen that happen in the NFL. So my issue know. with these bizarre. type of calls is that there should be, and I know it's tough to to do it in real time, but like, I feel like the refs don't appreciate the the point of like what pass rushers are trying to do is get to the quarterback, right? Like the and momentum when, of some dude. Yes. And when something happens like that, how are they supposed to stop what they're doing that fast? There's definitely yeah. situations where guys do rough the passer, but in this situation, that felt like him trying to get to the quarterback. Maybe not sure if the quarterback was down or not. 
goes for it. And then he kind of realizes and tries to ease up and he touched him and Heineke went like this, just like tipped yeah. over, like did not I, get hit over. He just tipped exactly. over. Exactly. And I got so pissed off when Heineke get like got up and did the first down oh thing. Oh my God. That? that ticked me off I so like much. Taylor he Heineke acted like he just ran that. 50 yards and like until made a game changing play. All right, good. We both thought on that. Thank God. But I'm like, you need to shut up, dude. You haven't done anything. You threw two he picks. Was, you literally just shot yourself in the foot on that play. And then you get up and do a first down. Yeah, I don't like Taylor Heineke anymore. What am I no, thinking? Dude, that was, I, was I so don't either. It, it went from a I thought he was fun and I kind of did like him to he does that after drawing a flag. He didn't do anything. No. He took a sack and yep. drew a flag in that type of celebration. I'm and then him on the plane afterwards trying to steal Kirk Cousins. But also yeah, that's a on double. the other side, one thing that did make him move bush back light. a little bit, the bush light was sick. Out of a garbage can cooler. Give him that. Yeah. But, but screw you. He's still Taylor Heineke. Um, but the, the commanders are five and five, which normally would lead hey, them to coming be, back this week. Yeah. And their defense, defense is has scary. looked that good already. And I've said it previous too that it's one of the best DNs in the league. Yes, their defensive line is gonna be awesome. Um I was gonna say I feel like the commanders at five and five would normally be like, okay, we have hope, but not in that division. They have no hope. No. East it, East is the beast. What if all three wild card teams came out of the East? I hope everyone in the East, both divisions, make the playoffs. Let's just have an East I don't battle. Think that's possible, actually, because they have to all play each other. Um, what do you think about the Eagles in this game? This is just um, their one-off night. They weren't going to go 17-0, so this is just one of those games I think this them. could help them. I think going undefeated, everyone's just looking for that loss, and you're like, you don't want that. It could show up in the playoffs, and you can lose one game. But on the other hand, it's like in Philly. It's in Philly, so that was bad too. And it's the Commanders. I mean, it's still the Commanders. And then I just I started going in my head. I'm like, it's the Eagles. I mean, they're don't get me wrong, top five team in the league. I'll give them that. But they have had one of the easiest schedules the entire season. No, no, no. they have the easiest schedule. Okay. Do they not? I'm pretty sure straight schedule says is, they have the number one easiest schedule. Yes, and they did beat the Vikings, who we cheer for and who we love. Mm-hmm. And we get our asses kicked every time we go to Philadelphia. But the Philadelphia Eagles, I like I think the Bills are better than the Eagles. I might think that. Like I think they have we've I know we've said this too. I keep coming back to myself. Josh Allen might not be the guy. Obviously, he's probably still the guy because it's Josh Allen, but he's not playing great right now. I it's just the fact, like this Eagles team won how many games last year? They barely made the playoffs, right? They're a wild card team. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. And that's what I always thought. That's why I wasn't too jumping on the Eagles a couple of weeks ago when I was last on here. Like, they're still a good football team. It's just they're not playing the best teams. I think. Like they should have, they should have beat the Commanders by forty or something to really just show it to me. Like, okay, this is a nine on a team. They're going to keep playing undefeated football. Good for them. But they they lose to the Commanders. They I don't know who they're going to play next. Probably the Jaguars or something like that. It's I don't know. I uh, well, I think this is an interesting point that you just weird. brought up. There. If I'm a Philly it's, fan, like deep down, you're like, okay, that feels good to be eight and one. It's fine. We're going to bounce back. But it's like, dude, the defense isn't. I mean, Darius Slay is great. 
and I've said I don't know. It's just a the weird... thirty-two points is 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 a little bit like them losing that by last 11. play was the touchdown yeah. like the flea flicker, so it shouldn't have been thirty-two. Yeah. But um, but my point is, mm, is that it's just a weird I think, thing. I think weird. that they and the Bills are similar in the fact that they go in there and this year they've blown a lot of teams out. Don't get me wrong, but when it's come down to close games, the Eagles obviously haven't had that many close games, so they haven't had to really worry about it. But the Bills. For sure, on the other side of it, they suck in close games. Like, yeah, they just do. And I'm curious if this is going to be the Eagles, too. You know, like, I think this might be people knock the Vikings for not blowing teams out, but I think it's good to be able to win close games. I cannot understand how the Minnesota Vikings get so much criticism for who they are and that they're a bunch of frauds. But then you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and having the easiest schedule in the NFL, and they are getting none of what Minnesota's getting. Yes, I find that so hard to believe. That's the only reason. So hard to believe. And it's just that background of Philadelphia, of like the brotherly love, the city, the Phillies went to the World Series. Well, they're just louder than every other fans, too. Yes, and they've won that Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and it's just not the typical Vikings. No. But that's just they. I could see the Eagles losing their first divisional game for some weird reason. Like that's what I kind of think the Eagles fans too. Like they aren't showing me that they're just going to run through the playoffs and easily make the Super Bowl. I and I, I like I agree. Could, I if it was the divisional round in Philadelphia and San Francisco came to Philadelphia, I would be kind of shitting my pants if I was a Philly fan. Say that again. If it was the divisional round, so that's if, if the Eagles get the one seed and they get to buy, their first game will be that divisional series. And let's say the, like, if it was the Niners that came to town, I'd be terrified. Oh, yeah. You do right? not want to play them. No. Like, I would almost rather, I think I'd money line the San Francisco 49ers against the Eagles for some reason. I'm trying to think, like, if the Vikings went in there, obviously we know our history with Vikings going into Philly. We can't really beat them, so it probably won't be the greatest feeling. But I'm just trying to think of other NFC teams that could probably go into Philly and give them a run for the money. Throw San Francisco up there. I don't know about Dallas and New York, obviously, because they're divisional teams. Um, maybe the the Bucks with Tom Brady could just be Tom Brady. But that's kind of my overall feeling. They might they'll probably win the next four games or whatever it may be and go on this run, and no one's going to say a word about it. But deep down, you scumbag Philadelphia fans, I think you kind of know that this team has a potential – of losing their first playoff game. You don't want to say anything, and no one's saying anything to Minnesota, but you guys have the easiest schedule in the league. No one's saying anything. Like, there has not been a single thing I think thing they about need it. the bye more than anything, and they probably – well, I don't know. The Vikings I might get that happens. bye. I, I honestly kind of hope this happens because I've never liked Philadelphia fans. Um, part same. of my New York side, I've always played in the same division. But um, – what a big just turn of events. You lose in the World Series. You think you're going to ride off into victory. They lose to the Astros, and then they get six or in suck. the first round. Sixers suck. Cheesesteaks, those fucking rock. But Yeah, those are sick. Those are great. City of Philadelphia. That was a pretty cool sightseeing, but the rest of you guys. They better be bags. careful, though. The Jeff Saturday Magic rolling in. They got to roll into Indy. I, if they lose that game. What if the roof's up? Open. That's open. I do Ursa is going to sprinkle some magic in there. Colts that's not weird. Sprinkle whatever the hell he wants. I hope he beats the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't like them. I just don't like how much hype they get. No one's bats an eye that they lose to the Commanders, and no one. I agree. Carry on. Carry on. I 
Whatever. We've got, we stay quiet on this podcast. We've we let the NFL and Vikings roll. Vikings roll. Let's rock. Uh, yeah. Well, that should wrap up our NFL for talk. We can that felt good. I had a lot of football say. quick. Um, I don't think the rankings have came out yet, have they? No, they haven't. Because the college basketball game is going on in overtime, and I think it was at their halftime show. Oh, you mean in between games? So there is a Michigan State-Kentucky game, and I think at half they were going to do the rankings. What? Who's winning that Michigan State-Kentucky game? It was in overtime. Uh, Michigan State just beat Kentucky in double overtime, 86-77. I had Michigan State plus seven. Let's go. Yeah, that is what we like to see. Breaking breaking news here on – the sewer that Michigan State beat Kentucky. So now the rankings, as we're talking, as you're hearing this right now, are probably getting unfolded. I'm going to double check the Twitter just to I see. I don't think so, though. I think it is because they they would have came out. It's supposed no, to be- I know, but it's making me think that they're not tonight for whatever reason. Because it's. Oh, they I just mean, came out. You sure? Yeah. I'm, here it is. 25, Cincinnati. I'm going to read this to you, okay? Are you sure this is. Are you I'm sure this college is football playoff Twitter? At 25, you have Cincinnati. At 24, North Carolina State. 23, Oregon State. 22, Oklahoma State. 21, Tulane. At 20, UCF. 19, Florida State. 18, Notre Dame. 17, Washington. 16, UCLA. 15 is Kansas State. 14 is Ole Miss. 13 is North Carolina. 12 is Oregon. 11 is Penn State. 10 is Utah, 9 is Clemson, 8 is Alabama. That's all we have of as I speak. Which did you say Oregon? Uh Oregon went to 12 from 6. Okay. To round, the top 10 so far is Utah 10, Clemson 9, Alabama 8. That is what so they've currently be been live tweeting. One is going to be Georgia, two is going to be Ohio State, three Michigan, four TCU, five will be Tennessee, six will be LSU, USC. USC, then Bama. Yeah, I guess nothing in the top seven is going to change. Yeah, nothing's going to change, but big jump. Oregon went to 12. Uh, Ole Miss jumped back to 14. Kansas State went from 19 to 15. Oregon was six, weren't they? UCLA. I think UCLA lost over the weekend, correct? Yeah, they did. So they went to 16. They lost Washington, to Washington. Jumped from 25 to – no, Washington beat Oregon. UCLA lost to somebody else. Dude, I'm telling you, and I said this on last week's episode, the disrespect that North Carolina has right now is unbelievable to me. I noticed that in the rankings, too. They've only had one loss. Uh, North Carolina went to 13. I don't think they moved. Yeah, they were at 15. 15, okay. Because Clemson was 10 and North Carolina was 15, and they had the exact same resume. Both had one loss to Notre Dame. But because Clemson's Clemson, they have a – you know what I mean? Yeah, Notre Dame's at 18, too. Cincinnati, I don't know if they were ranked there at 25. Tulane – I think they lost. They went to 21. Oklahoma State was unranked. They beat Iowa State. They jumped to 22. Oregon State, 23. NC State, 24. Yeah. See. Um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yep, I mean, this, so there this week is. there shouldn't be like, I mean, I guess every week with TCU, some of these teams that they have to play, it might be like close, but um, Illinois plays Michigan. Uh <clears throat> Speaking of which, in the Big Ten, and and I was talking about this last week. If 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 the Gophers went out and Purdue somehow loses 
to Indiana or Northwestern, which is very unlikely because it's going to be the worst Indiana the conference. Um, you could see the Gophers in the Big Ten championship game, which is crazy. Uh, I hope so. Assuming that Michigan beats was Illinois, happen. So it should happen. Yeah, we want to happen. I think I'm tailgating on Saturday for the Iowa game too. I think it's supposed to be high of twenty and a low of eight. So row the boat. Sounds phenomenal. It's going to be awesome. I'll give you some live intel. We'll be USC that. UCLA this week though is a big game. Yeah, shout out to our LA schools. That's going to be um, awesome. That's going to be a phenomenal game. Uh, it's at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Uh, that should be a fun one. USC needs to win to keep uh, the Pac-12 hope so. alive. Uh, they looked good against Colorado, who's terrible. So that's that's a positive. <laughs> Colorado is a high school team at this point. The over/under for this USC UCLA game. Don't look. Guess it right now. Uh, sixty-five. Seventy-five and a half. Okay, I was off by ten. Dang. 75 and a half points expected in that game because both teams' defenses are suspect. You have you Oregon, Utah, too. I forgot. Um, it's kind of lame because those are gonna be great football games, but now they're like less cool because UCLA and Oregon both just lost. So what does USC need to get to the playoff? They gotta win out, win the Pac 12, and then they need a loss from so it's no, if, LSU, they, if, if they win out, they'll make it in. I truly what think if so. What TCU because- wins out? And or Ohio, Ohio State, State and Michigan, Michigan have to play each so, other. So one's getting bounced, and then it's yeah. going to be – so it's probably – I'll give my final prediction right now. It's going to be Georgia 1, Ohio State 2. I think they might do it. I think, I think if USC and TCU both went out, I think they'd put USC at 3, TCU 4. No. TCU will be undefeated. The Big 12 I'd rather, is – I'd rather off. play TCU than USC, I think. Caleb Williams, that offense, just the Lincoln Riley. Yeah, but USC's defense is terrible. Yeah, but no one cares about defense. <laughs> I think you want my honest opinion on what I think it's going to be. Top four just came out as well, too. Top six. Same order. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee five, USC six. I think... Give it to me. The playoff is going to be. I know what you're going to say because I. Georgia was, one, Ohio yeah. State two. Yep. It's going to be Tennessee State. three. Yeah. I had them. And I and think then, four. Who, wait. Four is going to be. Um, Michigan. Wait. I didn't think about that. TCU yeah, I guess it would be Michigan. I, Michigan I wins, at, TCU wins at a thriller lose. or comes close against Ohio State, then they put them in there. I think USC will lose one more. I think TCU will lose one. And I think that because TCU is going to lose, that they're going to put a one-loss Tennessee team in over them and then probably a one-loss Michigan team over them as well. Yeah. Depending on who TCU loses to, though, actually. Because if Michigan, because Michigan's schedule has not been tough at all, so we'll see how that goes. But um, that should wrap up today's episode, folks. This might have been a long one. We had a lot of fun. That was uh, electric. Going on rants. Um, so good to be back. Keep getting better and better. <clears throat> Take a week off. Joe gets re-energized. It's good. Um, um, side notes: Jets play the Patriots this week. Jets haven't beat the Patriots in twelve years. 
Jets are wearing green jerseys, first time this year. Bill Belichick's trying to be smart because the Jets are 5-0 and when they're wearing white jerseys with black pants. So Belichick is going with the white jerseys to have the Jets wear green. It's not going to work, Billy. You're screwed. Your time it's is in done. Foxborough, be, correct? It's in Foxborough. Um, Jets are 4-0 on the road. My gut, if I had to bet on it, I'd probably bet the Patriots. But my podcast, screw you, Patriots. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're going to get it done. They play at noon. That will be on the big screen here in the gambling cave. And then we have the Vikings at 325. So I'm very excited for Sunday. You know where I'm going to be. Afternoon game for the Vikes, huh? That's crazy. They got the CBS slate. So I think that's the Romo. Oh, yeah. Because it's the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, So excited for Sunday. Like you said, UCLA, USC on Saturday. That's going to be ideal. Probably going to be tailgating up to Oregon Saturday for the Gopher game. So I'll be coming with the live live stream probably from um sally's bathroom so that's gonna be pretty exciting <laughs> send updates i'll send updates um so excited to be back the city of new york thank you for having me i i want to move there but it's very expensive um joe's pizza if any of you guys are Fantastic. in the city please go to joe's pizza awesome pizza spot i it's good seeing your face again we're we're so back we're gonna be back this week Never I left. feel great. It's snowing in Minnesota. Oh, it's, that it's been sucks. snowing all week. Yep. It was 65 and sunny here. Yeah, I bet that sounds nice, Jacob. It's, it's mm-hmm. 18 degrees. Shorts and, and t-shirt today. I had a, a park around a turtleneck on. It's 18 nice degrees and snowing. Catch a football before I threw the baseball around today. It was, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, my kid. Why do I live? We're going to get you out here, though. I do. Okay, that is true. I need to find we, a weekend uh, me and, to come get me you. Me and Haley were talking about going to a... Berkeley game. We're going to game what, day. When you think I'm going to say no to that? Of course I'm coming. Well, there's only two weeks left, so you got to come soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, you don't have to put the pressure on like that. All right. I'll be there, man. <laughs> Full court press. See you next weekend. <laughs> all right. Well, we will That's talk to you one. later this week with our uh, NHL and NBA segment, and you will hear our wonderful picks. Joe looking Ooh, to NHL's return hot. after 5-0. and oh, He is hot. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm so I'm coming five and zero again. I'm I'm keeping this going, people. But Joe's gonna bring the noise with his NHL segment because I know you guys missed it last week because I had nothing to say unless you listened, which I told you I bet on seven favorites and won five out of them. Yeah, by, stud. by one and a half goals. I took the minus one and a half. I can't plus not money. gonna lie. As much as I watch the NHL and I have it on in front of me right now, um, it's currently two to one Nashville over the Wild. I just cannot. I suck at NHL betting for some reason. I don't know what it is. I think Tough. I'm afraid. I'll, I'll admit that I'm maybe afraid because I just watch too much of it, and I think I have it. And then once my financial money gets on the line, I, I, I get scared. But the NBA maybe, is tough to bet as well. NBA yeah, and that's got to be tough, tough too. To I don't know how you do that. Those ones freak me out. I think my best bet is college football. Like if I had to, my yeah. life depended on it. I think I would do college football. Also excited. As the winter months carry on here, we could talk a little college basketball because I do want to get into that. Yes. I want I want to get the thrill of college Rock, basketball. Chalk Jayhawk, dude. My it's guy Dick is Dickie is balling. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh Iowa State, they're two and oh. They're probably gonna win only two games the rest of the season. But um yeah, that's my college basketball news. I will not pick on Zega to win it all this year, too. So Yeah, well maybe we'll we'll mix in the like is probably when college football ends, we can do college basketball yeah. to replace it. We don't have to rush on it to it now. I think the, the season is just starting. I really don't know too much about college basketball. I just want to get the the thrill of those 
the over-unders or the, the spread and the, the betting on college basketball. Well, you always see like some half-court you... shot or something like that from the walk-on to just kill your spread. And you I, see the, the, I, I it happened in Missouri. Yeah, I saw that. And that's yeah. where I was just Tough feeling beat. very bad for people. And I'm like, I, I want to feel that. I want that to happen to me. So I'm excited to get that yeah, going. Sprinkle a little on it. Sprinkle a little on it. That's that. Right. Take anything out of this podcast. Sprinkle we'll a little on that. No, for sure. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go eat dinner. Okay. Have a good rest of your night. I'll see you later. Peace. Peace.